0: What's up folks this is justin and you are listening to the welcome to your doom show this is episode number 69 and atl and i are discussing the new dcu under the leadership of james gunn and peter Safran. now they just released their slate a little while ago and it's pretty different than what we've seen already. Uh, a lot of recasting happening, a lot of cancelling of future plans happening. It's a bit of an interesting shakeup. And uh, yeah, that's basically what we get into in this episode. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you're not watching us on YouTube, you can find us at youtube.com slash welcome to your doom. Thanks again, and let's get into this episode. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Welcome to your doom.
2: Hello, brand, yeah. Hello, everyone. We got brand new stuff today. It's
0: yeah. It's been, yeah. A, yeah, it's new been a laptop, while. New uh, laptop. We're in. Yeah.
2: We're shooting in the. Uh, we're shooting in the new Welcome to Your Doom studio.
0: <laughs> the J Cave.
2: Yeah, that's right. This is the Justin. The Justin Cave. We need to find a better name for that. We really do. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah this is my office. Um, I'm actually po- planning on posting some more information about what I did in here. Um, I kind of turned a
2: project into a six-month project. Uh,
0: but, yeah, I mean, I think the results are pretty cool. Little,
2: yeah, little... I mean, you've got the secret door, which you should definitely post pictures of because yes. it's pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you've got... You've got you, are, you are, like, if someone were to walk into this room, you're like, there is no doubt this man is a gigantic fucking nerd. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. um if you look around here i'm just going to point a couple of things out all right we've got a series of signed x-men number ones those are those are the jim lee like launches from like the 90s i believe and all the covers connect together yep um you know what hold on i gotta give a shout
0: out um shout out to my buddy tom i don't remember who it was in his family but they, I think they were either closing down a comic shop or they were getting rid of a bunch of comics.
2: Yeah. But th- all of these were in that slew of comics which yeah. they gave. Yeah, um, those ones in particular, I think they printed a lot. Like, yes. like Jim, like Jim Lee's launches in the '90s, even when he was with Image, when he was with Image Comics, like his Wildcats, for example, like Wildcats number one, it was so highly anticipated at the time. They printed so many. Yeah, it's nearly worthless because yeah. there's like. So many of them out there, and I think they did the same thing here. But what makes this different is that old Jimmy Boy signed them. Yeah, I got them done at a one of the SDCCs.
0: When Tom gave me these comics, he's like, "Look through these. You can have them all. If anything's valuable, give me some money." So <laughs> at the time, these aren't—they weren't valuable. No, I don't no. know how valuable even
2: they are with Jim Lee's signature on. Like, it's, it's just cool though, because like, cool. yeah, mean, that's the main thing. It's look, not like it's crazy value. There's no, uh, there's no denying. Jim Jim Lee is a talented artist. Like, there's no question. No, of course. And, uh, I mean, it's so funny because back in the day when I was collecting comics in the 90s, which was a weird, like, you know, some consider an awful time for comics. Um, a lot of chrome covers, a lot of bagged books. Yo, nothing is of...
0: wrong with that. Let's, uh, now, now it's tangent time, baby. Dude. I was, okay, there's a comic book shop near here yeah. called Nowhere Comics. Yeah. yeah. I've yet to actually buy something from them yet, yeah. but I'm actually planning on doing that soon, so Kay. shout out to nowhere. Sure. But um, they have a really good website. It shows all their back issues and all everything right. that they have. They're they really actually cool. have, like, inventory? Inventory, like, inventory yeah, full so inventory. inventory. Nice. And um, I saw they had, I think it was the Age of Apocalypse. It was either the Alpha yeah. or the Omega, but the yeah, Chrome. Yeah. And the Chrome saw, covers, yeah. Yo, it was $10. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think i got to try and find this when I go there. That was
2: uh, Joe, Ma- I'm pronouncing his name wrong. It's been so many years, yeah. but, like, Joe Joe Ma- Joe I'm Maduro. Joe Germade yeah. Aureria. Yeah. Uh Jamad yeah. Uh and he went on to do like Battle Chasers and yes. all these other like all these other, well, other books that he started and never finished. Um but uh <laughs> but then he did it, like he's done video game design since then and they made a Battle Chasers game. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. But they also like the one game that people would know that he worked on actually is the one with the four horsemen where you play war, you play as war in the first game and then you play as death in this what am I thinking of here? I have no idea. What's the no Four Horsemen game? And it's, like a, it's kind of like a God of War style like action beat up I have no heck? idea what can, game this is. I can't, can't remember is, the name of the game. This is I embarrassing. wish I could. This sounds sick. It's embarrassing. It's uh, No, it's a, it's, it's a fun game. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm going to look this up. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Or
0: um, video. Uh, shit. As long as I'm giving shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, um, Jacob. Jacob. Uh, mm. Mr. I don't want to say his last name, but uh, you know Jacob. Yeah, I do know Jacob. He came I to Comic Cons. Yeah. He came to New York with me that time. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. He oh, was right. the dude that introduced me to Battle Chasers.
2: No shit, dude.
0: He really? introduced me to Battle Chasers, nice. Chasers, and Berserk. Actually, so I like think Berserk the, mon- like the manga, like? the actual manga. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that he. I, I think Ooh. it was you introduced me to the fucking most depressing thing I'd ever watched in my life, which, which was, was the, the first anime. anime. Yeah. but the
2: uh, <laughs> no, the actual the actual Berserk. I guess
0: it was called Sword of the Berserk, right?
2: Yeah, uh, the, the, so anime. the anime. The anime. I think the anime was called Berserk. The, ga- the There was. So how game, I got introduced yes. to this was the Dreamcast video game, which was called Sword, Sword of, the of the Berserk: Berserk. Guts's yes. Rage. And from there, I'm like, this was amazing. What is this based on? And then I found the anime, bought the anime on DVD, uh, watched it. Was so into it, and for those that you know. I mean, not to ruin things, but for those that are aware of Berserk and the Berserk universe, it is not a bright and lovely place. It is an awful, awful, dark, oppressive place. And the end of the arc in the anime, the most horrific things happen to characters that you've like grown to really love over the course of the of the anime, and it's so horrific. And then it ends. And that's it. That's it. No sequel, no nothing. It's nothing.
0: like, ah, we're done. Didn't they just do that with the shit that they just put out too? They put out new anime for it, which is awesome.
2: So they, so they did three movies. Yeah, but they end like at the, the same point. The three movies end at the same... I don't know what it is. Because like, then I watched the three movies and I re-experienced the same trauma yeah. that I had. And I'm like, why is this happening? Then I read the manga up to the same point and re-experienced the trauma again. <laughs> And each time the eclipse happens, which is the event in in the story, yeah. in which horrific things happen to characters you love. I just can't find the will to go on. And in the case of, of course, the like the DVDs that I bought, like there was no option <laughs> at that time. <laughs> um, but the story does go on. It does. And it does. And it still remains bleak. It's not. Uh, it's very it's bleak.
0: Not, yeah, uplifting. It's only no. bleak. No. Um, But like you don't. It's called Berserk, but well, yeah, he doesn't actually get right. the Berserk armor for a very long time.
2: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get the Berserk armor until yeah. after the eclipse. Well, after the eclipse. And when he does get the Berserk armor, you're like, "Ah, yeah, now these like these, the the godhead and the you know the, the demons or these demons are going down to use the Berserk armor." It breaks every bone in his body yes. to use it, and it's, I'm like, nothing comes easy in this no, universe. No, Clearly, no. like nothing, nothing, nothing comes easy. Not a goddamn thing. Uh, you know, even his sword can be, t- you know, too heavy to wield sometimes. But like, it's an extremely well crafted story anime. It's just like you gotta, you gotta have, you know, a stone where your heart is in order to get through it. <laughs> it's tough.
0: It is a fucking slog.
2: It, it is. is very tough. It's tough, but I mean. Uh, Kentaro, oh gosh, I'm going to, I can't remember his last name, but the guy who does, who, 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 writes and draws the anime, exceptional artist, like right, incredible. Um, and it's, it's great. It's so good, but it is so, it's so oppressive. Yeah. It's yeah. so oppressive. So you really got to be in the mood for it. So I would recommend it to people who like that sort of material. And I, and I do like that material from time to time. It just, I've experienced on three separate occasions the same story <laughs> leading up to the same tragic event. Yeah. And that event, it haunts me. It's a lot, It man. haunts me. It is a lot. And in the anime, they do a version of it that isn't, I guess, what I would call complete. Um, because yeah. the films, like the three movies, and the animation in that, are, those aren't aren't bad. Um, in the new was, ones? In the new ones, the newer ones, like the Golden Age arc. And like whatever, like one, two, and three. Yeah, they're not. They use that 3D cell shading thing going on. Yeah. Um. There, it's not. It's not bad. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. It could have been. It could have been worse. Um. But they do and that one. Uh, so you've read the manga. Yeah. Like there is stuff it. that happens during the eclipse in the manga that does not happen in the anime during the eclipse. Yes. I'm just gonna leave it at that because yes. there is in ho- There's. Horrific things happening all around, but there's one particular horrific thing that is not shown in the anime. When I read the manga, I was—I mean, the manga is also much darker than the anime was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the stuff that happens during the manga, I'm like jaw dropping in terms of like, oh, this is—they cut this out of the anime, obviously. But like, you're getting a full-on, full-on vision from this this writer who. Um, You know, does not does not hold back. It does not hold back. So be ready. Is all I'm saying is be ready. Be prepared. You know. It's tough. Be sitting down when you're reading this book, I guess. Not that a lot of people read standing up. I don't know. I guess I could do that. Sometimes on the train. Sometimes on the train. Like you're on your phone, you're reading on the train. Or you you know.
0: I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But if, if there was someone the reading the manga on the train while standing up, they would basically collapse. So don't do that.
0: That's also one of those things that you got to like shelter what you're reading. Oh, thing. You're, oh man. What were you reading?
2: There was oh. a plane ride. We were oh, on a plane yes. ride. Where were we going? <laughs> oh, I don't know if you were there. I you were there, like I told you about it. I oh, told maybe, you about it. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I, was fly- I was just doing like a New York, Toronto flight because when I used to live in New York, I used to come back to Toronto. Oh, that's right. One. Yeah. So I was on my tablet on the plane. And I was reading Saga, the comic, uh, written by Alan Moore. No, 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 no! Um, oh God! The i other just... one. It's been a long time since we've done one of these podcasts. I'm off my game right now. It's uh, it's the guy who read uh, Pride of uh, Sorry, wrote Pride of Baghdad, and even uh, Why the Last Man. Who's yeah. Oh, you have okay. Why the Last Man. It's right oh, literally... it's right behind us. Brian What's K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. One of his. He I writes was... Saga.
0: No, I know he read Saga, but I didn't. Anyway, sorry. I thought it was something else. I thought it was something weirder. I oh no no, Alan I mean Moore. Saga's pretty fucking who's weird. Fucking uh, who's Neil Game? Uh, who's, who's Neil? Who Gaiman? is Neil Gaiman? Is that, you're playing Jeopardy right now. She's We're not crazy. playing Jeopardy. I thought it was a Neil Gaiman thing. I apologize. no no, That's... I mean it
2: easily could have been. It Easily could have been an Alan Moore thing. Like if you're if you're reading here, don't read the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the comic book Jesus in public where Christ. people can see what you're reading. Do not yeah. do that. Um, it's not nothing like the movie. Um, anyway, so I was reading Saga on my tablet. Yeah, and uh, I'm—I think I'm in middle seat. You know, at this point in a three-seater, <laughs> and I'm reading Saga. All oh, good, everything's fine, and then turn the page. Two-page spread of a guy banging a girl doggy style, and the guy's head is a television. <laughs> Quick, change the channel. (laughs) Look at that Zangief reference from from Street Fighter, the movie. The movie. The Jean-Claude Van Damme classic. Um, But yes, so I turned the page and bam, there it is. And I could visibly see the people next to me physically react (laughs) to what I was reading. I can't imagine what a person who has zero context, which these people are. I'm sure they're fine, respectable people that don't read, you know, the funny books. You know, they look over and they see a dude plowing a girl (laughs) and he's got a television for a head. And they're like, they're probably like, what's happened to the youth of today? Really, that's what they're considering. Like, they're like, what's happened? Um, So, yeah, that was now I'm forever careful about what I read. (laughs) Uh, in in public, you gotta be careful, so like, I mean, if I was reading Berserk, that would've been a whole other, oh man, I would've gotten kicked off the plane, (laughs) for sure, if I was reading Berserk, Um, but yeah, you gotta watch out, when you're reading Berserk, don't, you know, don't, don't be in public. Don't be. <laughs> don't be. It, don't be anywhere where someone can see exactly what you're
0: reading. That's find all. a closet with a light source, or bring yeah. your own light. Yeah. B Y O light, and uh, read it in there because that's right. That's right. It's not something other people want to see. How do
2: we get on this topic? We talking about X Men. Talking about then you started. Yeah, you, call, you you were shouting out your friends there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, all right. Yes, and uh, Jacob. Got you onto Berserk, holos. but got you on nowhere there.
0: comics. That's how we got there. We got to the Hollows. We started yeah. talking about James, uh, Joe J- Madd. Joe. Yeah, Joe Mad. That's yeah. how we got on our tangent.
2: The game, by the way, I've found I figured it out. The name of the game that Joe Mad worked on and designed all the characters for and everything is called Dark Siders. Dark Okay. And if you look at the game, you'll be like, "Yeah, that's hundred percent got Joe Madd written. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. His designs are like very, very dis- distinct." Huh. Um, Sorry. Anyway, so comic store. yes, Never bought anything there.
0: Haven't bought anything from there. I'm yeah. going to buy The Last Ronin. I was talking oh, to someone yeah. at work today about that. My boss, actually. <coughs> and we were... Uh... <laughs> The disrespect one gets when talking about comic books as literature
2: is criminal. Really, really what, yeah. what really. Oh, he's just like, tell, oh, me, tell me. Are you buying something for your nephew? I'm like, You mean you're at the st- sorry, this was I was telling my boss that Oh, you're I talking was about oh. go and buy <laughs> buy a comic book. He's just like, you yeah, buy yeah. something for your nephew? I'm like, ah, yeah.
0: oh, you got me. <laughs> no, nah, it's for me. Uh, but uh, but no it, anyways they, they have a good I'd gone there one time I'd walked in really quickly and it's just it's a very simple comic store yep. but like really well laid out and yep. their uh, their website's on point like it's yep. got anyways Um, I was going to go to the, get the last Ronin so I was on their website to make sure it was still available yep. and then I started going down the rabbit hole and the rabbit hole led me to Joe Mad and the chrome covers or the oh the, the alpha omega age of like, Apocalypse. oh these are great and I was like I wonder what gambit stuff they have because i'm a big Gambit fan him as a character they have the first issue of gambit there in a very fine slash near mint condition and that
2: was a that was the 90s book like he got his own book right no 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 this wasn't
0: his own book this was his first appearance in the x-men so it was when he he rescued i think storm was going through some shit with the shadow king yeah and he rescued her out of nowhere, just that was his first introduction. So the comic covers him with a very weird looking gambit suit. Okay. Um, ushering a child storm because for some reason she was a kid. She was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, it was on there, and I was like, ah, oh, this is expensive. Yeah. Should I buy? Wait, this? how much was it? That one was two eighty on their site. Ooh. I started looking around. I could probably get it for less expensive on eBay, maybe, but like. I was not looking for that before. Yep, and but somewhere. now it's on my brain. Yeah,
2: I. Uh, <laughs> I know how you feel. Um, yeah, so we got on that from ninety, from collecting in the nineties. Yeah, like chrome covers
0: and yeah. stuff like that, bagged yeah. covers. So now I want to buy stupid expensive comics. Bagged and comics. Sorry. My my worry about that is that it's going to lead to being like, you know,
2: I could use a Fantastic Four number one. Sure. Yeah, you sure could. Yeah. I, I mean, could but also
0: using fucking another house.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, let's talk about some of the things that are in here. Uh, more of the things. So if you look behind us, we got so, so you do have the whole "Why the Last Man" series in hard co- oversized hardcover. Yeah, uh, you've got the library editions of "Lock and Key." Yeah, crucial to any any uh, collectors I collectors library. You've got huge Transformers fan. I think that's an, that's something that you and I both share. Uh, and my entire family. We've talked about that before on the oh, podcast. Yeah. So we got all these transform. Are these the Marvel repros, or this is all the just the IDW stuff? These are just the IDWs. Okay. Yeah.
0: Which I really like their art. Like oh, the yeah. Art, the art was all always... Lee, man. Oh, And so wasn't good. Pat Lee
2: from Markham? I'm pretty sure he was like, no way. just outside of Toronto Bay. Really? Pat Lee is like, yeah, he's from Markham. So we got a lot of figures going on here. We've got old man Logan- no, that's Days, that's of, the not, oh, this, that's days this, of the Future Past. Oh, that's Days of the Future This is interest, Days of... Oh, it's the... Uh, he's got the furry jacket on. Yeah. That's what it so is. in the interest of shoutouts, this was actually
0: a gift from my brother and his friends when they came yeah. to visit L.A. Nice. And me and Biz, we had eight dudes sleeping at our house. It looked like a fucking halfway house. I love it. But uh, yeah, at the end of it, they were like, we were in a comic shop and I saw this box and I was like, oh, this
2: is dope. Yeah. And I'm like, oh,
0: okay. And then at the end of the trip, they just got it for me. For
2: Who, uh, was Joss Whedon wrote Days of Future Past? Who no, no, that? this is a very John old burn John Byrne? This
0: was, uh, I think it was John Byrne. John Byrne. I think yeah. it was John Byrne. It might have been Claremont.
2: Oh, Chris Claremont. Yeah, yeah uh, one yeah. of the two. Uh, then we've got which Batman is this? Is Batman Beyond? This something is something going on the, here? I don't even know what that this is. This
0: is one of the the Todd Miller. the um, Frank Miller? What's it called? Fra- not Frank Miller. Todd McFarlane. Oh, uh, okay, The, the okay. McFarlane f- uh, figures. Yeah. Um This is the, fuck, what is it called? A, uh, Hellbat, Hellbat. Hellbat armor. Something dark sidey slash apocalypse Oh, apocalypse slash... armor? Yeah. Yeah, but he fucks up some people in this armor.
2: Uh. So behind here, we've got the Ultimates hardcovers. We've got, which omni- omnibuses are these? This uh, astonishing. So that's astonishing. the Joss Whedon run. This
0: is signed by Joss Whedon and uh, yeah. John Cassidy. Yeah. And then, yeah, Omnibus, Age of Apocalypse, oh, Ultimates oh, Volumes oh, 1 and 2. It's
2: oh, okay. shit. Oh, shit. Oh. oh He's had too much. He's had, too much. He's had too much. Yeah, we've got a lot. We've got a lot going. You have the Marvel 1602. That's the Neil Gaiman's. Like reimagining the Marvel Universe in a fantasy setting,
0: Earth X. This was well the co- the covers were, um, Alex, were Ross. Alex Ross, but yeah. the Earth is so different. Yeah. I don't know who it is offhand. Yeah,
2: but, um, interesting series. Yeah, then we've got all of the Absolute editions behind this cool Metal Predator. Uh, we've got Absolute Long Halloween. We've got Absolute Kingdom Come Dark Knight, which is Dark Knight Returns, and the dark knight uh what's rises no it's the dark knight Uh, returns 2 what's it called
0: 2 was something else i don't remember. i thought it's both right isn't it both in there it's the two of them and then i got the third one that they did recently i think it's in the dc i got like dc marvel yeah batman superman specifically transformers my magic books like magic
2: you got a little hellboy right hand of doom piggy bank
0: yeah i think i got that
2: from uh what were the box subscriptions what are they called Box. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the nerd ones, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. Remember the name Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I can't one. remember the names either. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the Beast Wars. Big fans of the Beast Wars. We should talk about that trailer at some point because they're bringing them Beast Wars into kind of like the big budget. You know, uh, you know Transformers. What? New Transformers movie: Rise of the Beasts. Right. I have an idea. Yeah. Why don't
0: we talk about that now? And I'll do another thing separately for all my
2: shit. Yeah, yeah. Mainly so real because, real. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was
0: gonna say I don't know whether that'd be super. I don't. If somebody's listening to this, they're like, "Hey, what the hell is this guy talking about?" Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. No, that's true. That's true. All I uh, I do I just want to point out on this right side here, we got like a thousand Optimus Prime, like all, all almost like every version of Optimus Prime you could possibly imagine. That one this I dubbed my well. Optimus Shrine. The Optimus Shrine. Yes. Optimus Shrine. Shrine? No, yeah, like
0: just shrine. shrine yeah but it's no let's not get crazy okay let's not get fucking crazy
2: anyway so i got some cool shit in this room right? yeah There's lots of cool of
0: stuff is. off camera as well that's um, right you've got
2: the armory you've got storm breaker you've got mjolnir you've got the green lantern ring the flash ring captain america's shield you've got megatron in gun form yes which is pretty cool
0: that's the mass that's the first masterpiece megatron version they've done they've done a few versions of megatron i think two yeah. now the first one the fucking robot mode is janky
2: it's really bad yeah yeah but the gun the gun looks great So good that's
0: why i just keep it like that because
2: it looks and better yeah you've got a batarang you've got a ton of transformers there you've got the obviously you've got Thanos' gauntlet you've got and then you've got like you're a big fan of the crow huge uh yes. and the fact that i didn't notice that's the all three figures you have the crow Heath Ledger's Joker and Bane <laughs> from Dark Knight Rises—they <laughs> all, all have the same—they yeah. all have the same pose. Yeah, they're all like, huh? they have their hands out. Yeah, they're just like, hit me, baby. I That's know. what that is. Um, yeah, lots of amazing nerd stuff in here, and this is really cool. And, and you should, uh, you know, keep it like this forever and ever and ever. It's awesome.
0: If you're listening to this, I'll do a video of kind of. I'm going to do a video, a few videos of this room the entrance all that shit but I'll also do some of the content there is one thing i'm also really proud of that blackest night thing yeah up um, at the top yeah so that was another thing i got signed at uh, comic-con by jeff johns and ivan hates ivan race yeah. yeah and then i don't know joe Pr- joe prado i think, is jo- I think the joe prado was the other one that was the there anchor, yeah. yeah it wasn't uh
2: doug mankey no no uh know. So, Doug Mankey does a part of that issue. Yeah. But I think I was there when you. Was this New York? Yes. This is New York. Yeah. uh, I feel like this was New York because I got. I got. I feel like I got similar SIGs
0: for my trades. I can't remember. I know I asked Ivan to to sign shit he didn't do because he was doing flash stuff at the time. Yes. And I I handed him a bunch of flash stuff. He's like,
2: this wasn't me. I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I felt really fucking bad. (laughs) That's so. My bad. Sorry, buddy. Dude, I. Oh, man. I mean, like, look, you've got the Sinestro Corps. You have the absolutes. You have Green Lantern Rebirth, Sinestro yeah. Corps War, and the Blackest Night. That is the holy trinity of, like, Green Lantern mythology, myth-making.
0: And then down,
2: where's my other Green Right lantern? there, yeah. Oh, well, there's
0: the oh, other yeah. ones. There's the red right. one, the orange. Ah, shit. The The red one, the orange one. I just knocked yep. out my monitor. Agent,
2: Agent Orange. Agent Orange. And uh, and Brightest Day. That comes after the Blackest Night. So, yeah, no, there's, like, tons of really cool shit in here. And this is absolutely where we should do the rest of our podcast. Ah, man. I want the, that good nerd juju. You know, I want that. That's, it's good energy. It's a good vibe. In I agree. I, I've vibe. got some good ideas for this room. I just I need more. So. Yeah. But eventually it'll evolve. Anyways. Absolutely. Um, um, so, real quick, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, let's talk about that Transformers trailer. Yeah, I kind of wanted to. Yeah. Um, Do it.
0: I'm so goddamn excited about
2: you it. You know, I. Uh, so, we've maybe we've talked about this before, but the, there's like. I can't believe there's more than three Transformers films, first of all. So, it's, <laughs> I can't remember what. Because there's like two more after the first three. There's yeah. like the one with the Dinobots and then the one with the dragon. Like, that's how I refer to them. Because those are two different movies, right?
0: Yeah. I, okay. I'm I'm astonished at just how the longevity of these transformers movies are cuz oh, yeah. usually what happens and I'll use Shrek as as a, I think a very good example of this. Usually if you've got a series where one movie comes out and it's good and it's like or I mean we'll call it okay, but it's entertaining and it's successful, right? Then when the next movie comes along if it is dog shit, yeah. Usually people don't go see the third. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Shrek first one was good very good the second one was arguably better the third one was a hot steaming pile of shit now the fourth, I don't know. That might have been aggressive, but yeah. it it wasn't it wasn't nearly as good as the other. And you so worked re- on some of these movies. I didn't work on any of those. Movies. Oh, you didn't work on. However, I worked on the fourth
2: one. Yeah, you worked on the fourth one, and yeah. not
0: a lot of people went to go see it because yeah, because I you think- worked on it.
2: <laughs> fuck you. No,
3: because- <laughs> you got me. They're like they
2: saw Justin. They're like fuck that guy. No, no sir. <laughs> um, he he went up to Yvonne Hayes <laughs> and was like, sign this for me and. <laughs> And he didn't draw a single panel of that book.
0: You so horrible, bad. horrible person. I felt so bad. I'm like, I still like your art, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about um, a friend of mine? I, I worked on a movie called Turbo with, uh, snail with your movie. buddy Ryan Mo- Reynolds as a oh. snail. And... Um, I think it was turbo anyways a buddy of mine sent me a screenshot of me my name in the titles while yep. it was in the theater oh cool cool and i go yo thanks man yeah, he's like this is cool. great he posted it on whatever social media or yeah. facebook or whatever he sends it to me he goes he's good job jay i'm like oh thanks buddy and then i look at the bottom it says encoded by such and such i'm like did you pirate my fucking movie <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: what the you bastard dude that is awesome uh, that's so great it's like running on his plex server yeah. <laughs> this was a while ago <laughs> but i don't even know
0: if plex was there um anyway oh yeah, my I always, god that, i always think about it every time i see that
2: guy. that is, is so often, funny but, that is uh. so funny um anyways, right so transformers, transformers comparing it to shrek of all things
0: yeah so i think like the the remarkable thing about transformers is the first one came out and it was like it was watchable Uh, It was new because you hadn't really seen that kind of level of detail of the Transformers before on screen ever in quote unquote live action. Uh, The designs were all very different, but it was palatable for lack of a better word. But then the second one comes out and I can only imagine that the success of that one or the receiving of it of being successful enough that people go and see the third movie was based off of that one scene in the goddamn forest. Because I'm not going to lie, I've watched that scene okay. a lot. All the right. movie itself is hard to watch. Okay, but I don't know how people went to go and see the third one, which I believe was successful, and in my opinion, it should be because that's the best of all of them, other than
2: maybe Bubblebee. Um, I can I can I yes please can I jump go in ahead. here. Yeah. I watched the first movie and just I. I couldn't find many nice things to say. Really? That bad? I. I, I It's not good. It's I'm not, not going to
0: justify it as a good
2: movie. I'm it's gonna say, too long. Yeah. It's like, see, that's the worst. That's, uh, for me, that's like the worst crime to commit is overstaying your welcome, especially for a movie, uh, you know, with, you know, the content of this film. Yeah, it wasn't exactly something that yeah you, you didn't need two hours to tell. The it was story. like two and a half hours, like but every Michael something Bay like film that. is that long. But you know, Bad Boys Two, that movie is not not a great movie. But I'll watch Bad Boys Two before I watch Transformers One or Transformers Two. But so Transformers Two was, I think, like a an awful film. Like it's, I, it's I good. again, um, sorry when I say I don't find many nice things to say, I can find nice things to say. I can. I know there if you, could, a, you could. If no, you I could. Yeah. So in part 1, I'll tell you there is one thing and uh, you know, I choose to remember just the moments that I that I that I enjoyed. Um the scene with the helicopter where where the there's a projection of the pilot. Oh, the, when the it opening lands. scene. Yeah, the yeah. opening scene of that film. Fantastic. I was like this is great cuz like the Decepticons seem menacing. They're being deceptive. You know, they're Ba-dum-ching. Yeah, they are they are you know they're doing and that the whole projection thing was an addition that they added in the movie that absolutely 100% makes sense. I'm like that's absolutely. really cool. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um and he transforms and he like destroys the base and I was like yeah this these they're, they're scary. Like this is a scary enemy. And then uh and then like the rest of the movie happens. <laughs>
0: Enter Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, and I'm like, and you're following this dimwit. Yeah, it was dimwitty. Yeah, fucking. And everyone's
2: like, it's a Michael Bay film, so everyone's like really sweaty all the time, and every everyone's just like, it's just like it's very yeah, they're damp, damp. Like everything's really, really damp for some reason, like smoky, misty, damp, uh, uh, and probably smelly because everything looks like it doesn't smell very good. And then like, um, so anyway, not to get too much into it, like I mean. It's, it makes a lot of money. second movie comes out. I think the second movie is much worse. Um, and then the third movie comes out, and I saw the third one at home, like, randomly, like, many, you know, long after it done a theatrical run. And the third movie has a third act, action sequence, where they attack Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, I, have, I can't, like, the scale of this attack yeah. is, I'm like, Michael Bay, this is the sweet spot. Like put Michael Bay in this spot all the time. I will watch a two and a half hour action scene by Michael Bay. I will, I will do that. Uh, but unfortunately, there are just so many. There's like there's like a thousand characters in these movies, like human characters for whatever reason. Um, and but the but the third act in Transformers three, it's a great action sequence. Do I think these are good Transformers movies? Not really. I feel like it's its own like IP. At this point, like, I just feel like if you just called it something else, change the designs a little bit more. You could have, like, made something new up. Um, Now Bumblebee comes along and well, anyway, then the Dinobots show up and then I don't know, like Optimus Prime's riding on the the Tyrannosaurus. Yeah,
0: I haven't watched all of the fifth movie. The fourth one was so like that, I would watch the second one a thousand times before I watch that
2: fourth one. Oh, again. that's not true. A hundred percent. There are robot dinosaurs in the fourth one. Like, no. why would you watch the first one again? It just looks, I don't know. I, or I, I said also the don't second like one. I'm sorry. That's what. The that's second what, one you is. You would watch the second one again. Yeah. Before watching the one with the do- robot dinosaurs. hundred percent. You're out of your fucking mind. Look, man. You're out of your mind. Look, man. You've got and Frazier is in it.
0: Yeah, and he's a bad guy. Yeah, it's he's great. A, he's a real piece of
2: shit. Oh, you know, he's he's a bad, bad man. Yeah, he's a
0: real piece of he's shit. I didn't man. like him. He's he didn't man. like himself. He didn't look like he was happy doing it. He was
2: also very sweaty in that movie. Everybody sweats in a Michael Bay film. He sweats. A lot. So they, they do sweat a lot. Um, and then the fourth movie, oh, sorry, the fifth movie had the dragon. I don't even remember what happened with don't that know. one. I know it I ends usually with have a Unicron very...
0: being the planet
2: the moon yeah. oh no wait is that no. the, sorry that's the he's
0: inside of the earth or some shit
2: fuck and you he's called i'm
0: spoiling it if you haven't seen it i don't care he's called unicron yeah they say unicron don't touch Unicron. i think i just fucking he's not well, happy i think i
2: just blacked out yeah. like in that movie no I didn't that's it it was, it was a
0: post-credit fucking thing because there's a unicron horn sticking out of the
2: desert somewhere oh it was a post-credit yeah sequence and they yeah. introduced unicron okay anyway Then Bumblebee comes along, and Bumblebee is a much better Transformers film, in my opinion. Um, And now we've got Transformers Rise of the Beasts, saw the trailer, and remarkably, like, I'm such a big Beast Wars fan. Just seeing Optimus Primal, Cheetor, Air Razor is there. Rhinox is there. Yes. I'm like... My guy. I'm like, look, man, I'm there. Yes. Like I'm there to wa- I'm gonna watch this movie. look, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna watch this movie. I have a, you know terrible history with these Transformers films, but I'm gonna watch this movie. And why you know like why are the Beast Wars like <laughs> why are the Beast Wars characters the, the size of buildings? Like it's a giant it's like King Kong Optimus Primal. Who knows? It doesn't make a lick of sense, right? <laughs> but uh, or like a giant cheetah. Like, why are they so huge? They're big. I don't know. I don't know. Like, robots in disguise. It's like, okay, we'll copy this thing. But, you know... You're the size of a truck.
0: Well, hold on. So the Beast Wars show was based in the Transformers universe, Correct. and at some point they find the Ark. Yes. On prehistoric Earth. Yes. They go and they see the Transformers.
2: Well, there's in a big there. reveal that it is in fact Earth. Prehistoric, Earth, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they're like, spoiler oh, it's, alert! It's For the Earth.
0: Animated series back in
2: '93, which is practically unwatchable. It's practically unwatchable it's right now. Rough like, to watch. If the writing's great. If they just, it's, if you just. <laughs> they made audiobooks out of the Beast Wars oh, series, it'd be great. So much but it is hard to watch. Yeah. It's got that o- early
0: 3D TV animation, like reboot. Reboot. No um, shadows.
2: Everybody yeah. oh, just kind of yeah. floating above the ground. Um, but great designs, yes. right? But like, it just, it's tough to watch now. But great designs. They find out that it's indeed Earth that they're on and they find the arc yeah with all with, the
0: other transformers on that's it right. and then you've got them amongst them the the original transformers and they're so much smaller in yes. comparison yes and i'm
2: like this was amazing i thought that was so cool right it was so cool
0: but here's the thing on film that'll never work also yeah, I know, I know. in a, in an environment where they're interacting with the transformers regularly and yeah. not just kind of amongst them offline yeah it's not going to play. No, yeah, That's why right. they got to have them the same size. That's right. And yeah. the other thing, like when you think about it, I they never really gave an explanation in the Beast Wars series why, why they, they were, were so, so much smaller. Sm- yes. i would read things after. They're like, oh, because as evolution of the Transformers went, they became more efficient and yeah. less power, whatever. Which makes talking.
2: so much sense because if you look at their alternate hidden forms, yes. they're perfect. Yeah. They are perfect yeah. replicas of the... Of the denizens of that planet. Sure. yeah. Right? Which I'm like, that's cool. That makes sense. And if you notice the, the 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 things that they come in with the protoform, yeah, those are also not like super low, but they're also like morphing constantly. Right. I guess the the tanks themselves aren't very big, so they're not altering you know the the, the their you know their sizes when they scan. They yeah. scan the, the the protoform lands on the on the Earth on the planet. It'll scan around the local wildlife choose one to copy. Yeah. And um, I I guess yeah, I think they're smaller. That's what it made sense to me back yeah. then was like they're smaller, they're more efficient, they're optimized for their, you know, what they need to do. Right. Uh, and they and they're just better at blending in. They're just Maybe. better, yeah. right? Um, I never thought of that
0: part. I'm just thinking that the robot like I'm thinking of it as their robot forms. Are that size, right? There you don't have like a Megatron going from a handheld gun that I could hold to a fucking skyscraper size robot. Another right?
2: thing that I loved about that show, because they use the 3D animation on Beast Wars, right? They at like there was no mass changing. They yes. couldn't like they could have done it, and I'm sure. sure they tweaked it a little bit here and there. A little, but yeah. But when they when you see them transform in the show, when you bought the toys, yeah. They actually transformed very close to the same way they transform in the show. Yes. Which I'm like, that's really friggin' yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So we've got really large Really large monkeys maximals. and really large cheetahs. Cheetahs and yeah. g- you know, giant, you know, like falcons and, and stuff running around. Uh, yeah, and, and just it looks good. And like Optimus, I think, looks a little bit better. I don't know exactly where this lands and kind of – the uh, Transformers sort of universe. And I don't really give a shit. I just want to watch the movie with yeah. Beast Wars in it. Uh, Beast Wars characters in it, Maximals. And you don't get to see the p- Predacons. Maybe at the end there's that last big war shot at the end you see. But you don't see – do you see a Those T-Rex? Those Terrorcons, I think. Oh, Terrorcons. They're, not, they're oh, okay. not the Predacons, which is
0: – Weird, I guess. Yeah. I think they combine into something, like Menasaur or yeah, something yeah. or other. But anyways, they, they that's the main thread of the movie is those robots. They're not the actual Predacons. That being said, I'm really hoping to see a fucking dinosaur. I'd yeah, love I was... to see a dinosaur.
2: Well, watch the fourth movie, you asshole. There are some dinosaurs in that. They're robot
0: dinosaurs. Yeah. I want to see, well, see Megatron dinosaur. I want
2: to see Robot. Can you imagine? <laughs> Oh, see, Dinobot would be amazing if we saw Dinobot in there. But (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, they just rip off Jurassic Park, and it's the exact dinosaur from Jurassic Park, and then he transforms into a robot.
1: With the
0: same score from John Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rip it all off. It's all Fox. It's Um, fine or whatever.
2: um, No, it's universal, I think. Well, what do I know? I don't know. DreamWorks. It was DreamWorks. DreamWorks Film Company originally. Oh maybe it's Dreamworks again. I don't know. Anyway, uh point is it was the trailer was you see Optimus Prime transform. He's got the two swords. Does yes. he have the two swords and he's no, holding uh, the mace. Yeah, he's he got some weapon from the show. I, it's been a while since I've seen the trailer. Yeah. And the only thing that they were missing from the trailer that would have been like gotten me like crazy, crazy hyped up would like if he said maximize. Yeah, he doesn't say it in the trailer, but I'm sure, I'm entirely sure in the movie that he'll say like, he'll say his name like Optimus Primal, maximize, and you know I'm gonna you know bust a nut. Yeah, so well, as well you should. What's probably <laughs> it's probably yeah, right. years in the making. Yeah, twenty
0: years in the making. Optimus Primal Maximize. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm very
2: sorry for anybody that was listening. And Um, that has taste. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anything else on that one? No,
0: I'm curious to see how they kind of integrate the the Transformers characters with the Beast Wars characters. It looks like there's some threat that's coming back to the Earth that hasn't been there for however long the beasts have been on Earth. Right. Somehow hiding... They're skyscraper-like bodies. Like, I'm a robot, make... but it's just—it's
2: so it just doesn't. Like you see what I'm saying? Here. It doesn't make oh, any sense. Whereas, not like blending as in. as like as as transformers turning into cars and trucks and planes and helicopters. Like that makes sense. These guys can hide. Yeah, you have a—it's <laughs> basically King Kong, like you said. He's you just have like... a Mack truck-sized cheetah running around. I'm like. <laughs> He's probably wondering, "I was like, why do these guys always see me? I'm like, I look exactly like one of their local denizens." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you're like eight thousand times the size of it." Uh, well done. Maybe they'll explain it, but yeah. I, I don't
0: need an explanation. I honestly would be okay if they're like, "We came back then, and this is what a monkey looked like then." You, I, I can see
2: robot parts on you. That's what can, they looked like. I can see why. Why do you have your circuits exposed? That's You're not doing a great job of hiding here. Um, anyway, yeah. Look, I, look, I'm in. I'm in. Like, I'm look, I'm 65 I'll
0: million years old. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: Uh, pa- past his prime, would you say? But I'm um, ching. You got that's your second one. Past past his primal. Yeah. But prime uh, primal. Uh, yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm gonna. I'm like. It's I can talk Ron as Pearl much made. shit about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
0: love me some Ron Perlman. That
2: is like one and a half nuts busted when he, says, <laughs> when he says Optimus Prime will maximize in that movie and it sounds like Ron Perlman. It's just, I'm just, you know, hope that the seats in front of me are unoccupied. But
1: uh, <laughs>
2: I'm in. Like, I can talk as much shit about this movie as I want, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to watch it, and there are going to be parts that I enjoy. Kind of like fine. the rest of the Transformers movies, except for really the second one. Uh, and the other ones where I blacked out and I don't even remember what happened. But like, you know... One in three. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, I, I remember some stuff from those movies, and, you know, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm, you know,
0: yeah, I'll talk
2: all the kinds of shit, but I, I'm going to be there. Who am I kidding? Well, we did want to talk. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about fun, other fun stuff. What other fun stuff? Uh, the fun stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Let's go. James Gunn. Yeah.
0: This man has come into the DC EU, which right. is now the DCU, DCU, yeah. yeah, and
2: punched everybody in the dick. Would you say that he came out guns a blazin'? Guns a blazin', exactly. Um, yeah, so I kind of want to react to his his announcement here, and what I thought we can do. I'm gonna bring it up on the screen here on the lappy, but uh, yeah. Oh, I, I was just gonna play the video so the audio would come through, and you the people would know like what we're like. I'm just gonna play it right here. Oh, and the audio is gonna come through, and we'll just I'll just pause it. And we'll comment on on the because it's only six minutes long, and we'll just pause at each announcement that comes through, right? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do it. All right, here we go. So this is the announcement that came in three days ago, and we're just going to comment on what we think about, you know, what what you know what he's announcing, how you know what he's what he describes there, and and we'll take it from there. Here we go. I might have to cut this out. The
3: co-CEO of DC Studios. So as many of you know. DC has been disconnected in film and television for a long time. And it's Shut left, up, James You James. know, our job, <laughs> mine bastard. and Peter's, is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in right. film, television, gaming, and animation. Damn, that man. the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that... Like Matt Reeves' Batman or Todd Phillips' Joker or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds.
2: Let's talk about that for a second. How do you feel about, you know, labeling stuff Elseworlds? How do you feel about what he just said there? I like
0: it. Um, I think it. I think it's important because one thing that I've liked about, and you and I've had these conversations about, you know, films having to be connected in the universe. And I've come to the, 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 I guess, realization, maybe not realization. I've come to the kind of understanding that having outliers outside of whatever universe you're trying to build is great because it gives filmmakers a really good opportunity to do whatever the fuck they want. Sure. Todd Phillips, Joker would never work in, let's say, the Snyderverse, right? No. It just wouldn't work. Even Matt Reeves' Batman, arguably, I don't know, I, maybe there's a place for him, but it just it doesn't feel like the re, re, right tone, right character for that that universe. So I think this Elseworlds concept is an interesting concept if they're trying to develop a shared universe. If they wanted to go down the road of having everything be separate, then you don't need it but given it sounds like James Gunn wants to develop a shared universe which in my eyes is a good thing. Um I think Elseworlds is also great cuz it gives it lets them have their cake and eat it too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know um I am we've t- like you said, we've talked about this before. I'm not married to joint universes. I don't care. Yeah. We have talked about collecting comics, and I was collecting comics in the 90s, and one of the th- reasons I stopped was because it was too much. I feel like comic book properties, their best, the best thing about them, and the curse of comic books, are both intertwined with continuity. Okay, continuity yeah. Yeah. gives you these big moments in this history and like mythology, but and and that's great, but then people are shackled by it. Yeah, they're shackled by continuity, right? Creative, creatives that come in later are shackled. They're allowed to do certain things, and they're not allowed to do some things. That's why the Marvel What If series started in comic books. That's why Elseworlds series yeah. started in comic books because they're like, "Fuck, guys, come on! You guys are killing me. Yeah, I can't do anything here, yes. right? Yeah, and it's no, it's no." mystery to me that elseworld stories for me have been some of my favorites yes kingdom come started as an elseworld story it's definitely like within sort of dc continuity now but when it came out had nothing to do with anything yeah right um the killing joke was labeled as elseworlds yeah uh, when it came out i'm pretty sure um and uh, but, but, uh, but, oh, Wolverine Wolverine thinking. is uh, clawing at me back here um, doesn't like what I have to say about also <laughs> shut uh, up <laughs> uh, continuity's great yeah uh, and there was one more example that I had before Wolverine rudely interrupted me uh, there was one more Great example. Oh, uh, some of my favorite Batman stories, like Red Rain, Crimson Mist, where he's yeah. like him and Dracula interacting. Like that's all Elseworld stuff. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that that we that I really like, Gotham by Gaslight, Elseworlds, like yeah. you know, um, and not just you. Those are some of the most popular Batman titles that are out there, for
0: right? Instance. Right. Yeah. Um, or, and Kingdom of Come is universally regarded as a fucking huge achievement right, on the DC right, side. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean, those all like. If you asked me some of the stuff that's in continuity for Batman, I could give you a few That you love. That you love. That I love? Yeah, I can yeah. I will give you maybe a couple of
2: examples. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll throw something out there.
0: I was all, I, when I was growing up reading Batman comics, yeah. Nightfall was going on, yep. which I was a huge fan yep. of. Cool, cool. Um, what's it called? The Hush series was always yep. really nice. Yep. Anyways, there's just a couple off the top of my head. Yeah, planet. yeah, sure, sure. But...
2: But the those are like right in, those are right in there. Like those are defining moments sure. and like yeah. those are and those are good examples, yeah. right? Like so I, I I do feel like there's a there's a split there. It's not to say that none of them none of them like uh you know, like all star superman was yeah. another great example of like it's not incontinuity, like there's no no there's not in continuity, you know? And um so anyway, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that James Gunn is coming here to correct the vision, you, you know, like correct. Course correct to DC, mm-hmm. and he's like, We're gonna do a, sh- a joint universe, but we're also gonna have these one offs called Else Worlds. Yeah, I'm like, That's great, you guys have been doing that anyway. Yeah, this doesn't really change anything for me, no, other than clarifies things, clarifies things, and we're gonna get a cool Else Worlds logo. I'm yes, pretty sure, probably, and that. I'm really excited about that because I love that shit. I love, man. I love a good like when, but when you go into a movie and the music starts and the logos appear, I fucking like. There are certain movies that I love when they alter the logos at the beginning. We've talked about this before. Like I have a list of movies where, when you see the Universal logo in like Jurassic Park and the kind of sound that's playing in the background, or you see like. You know, when you see the logos of films getting altered, like in Blade, when the New Line Cinema logo comes on, it's usually blue. And the first Blade film, they change it to red. I'm like, oh shit, like something, you know, they've gone out of their way to start to immerse you in this movie before the movie has even started. So I'm excited to see what the, the logo for the Elseworlds thing is going to look like. Anyway, it's like a small thing, but um, it's <laughs> it's – uh... I've
0: never heard anybody with more of a hard-on about (laughs) the shit that happens before a movie starts (laughs) than you. Yeah, I mean insane it is you're you're right i can't wait for me that logo <laughs>
2: yeah logo's gonna look good baby
0: that's gonna be the best three minutes of cinematic
2: experience like three, can you imagine a three, Sorry, minute, you, logo? <laughs> three <laughs> minute logo three minute logo second hell yeah i'm I there that, i'm there God. for that shit oh my um God. but yes so it doesn't change
0: i got it. a new demo for my sound system <laughs> yeah. watch this elseworld's three yeah. minute logo
2: like um, nonsense. But yeah, like, uh, so I don't really think it changes things. It does it doesn't, clarify stuff.
0: I, it doesn't. To your point, you made a very good point that they've already been doing that, yeah. right? To the point where it's almost confusing because now they've got things that seem like they were in the same universe, but they're not. They're not yeah, it's like, wait, exactly. Man of Steel's yeah. Snyderverse or yeah, Weedon? Yeah. Wait, what are we doing, but, guys? But,
2: but, that's, but that's precisely the thing. Yes. Like, you don't even need to answer that question. I don't think you need to like and we'll get into it in a second when he when when he gets to what he's what he's what they're going to be doing. But yeah. Let's save that for the next. Let's listen to a little bit more of this.
0: All right outside of the
3: mainstream dcu continuity now peter and i have gotten pretty lucky i promise we're going to do this better next time first we have shazam fury of the gods shazam has always been off kind of in his own part of the dcu so he connects very well that moves directly into the flash a fantastic movie that i really love that resets the entire DC universe. And then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU and then into Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects which I
2: right. Wait. So let's Blue talk Beetle. Is that a cinematic release? Yeah. Because the Blue theaters. Beetle. This isn't a joke. I'm sorry. Cuz Blue so, Beetle is cinema- cinematic material, my friend. Oh Get, me right. Let me
0: give the listeners slash viewers yeah, like yeah. a little bit of information. Give him, give him, give me and him.
2: you have been arguing
0: over the Blue Beetle for ages. What and this movie character. is not about the one that you like, so you shut the fuck up. Listen, he was a fan of Ted Cord, who Ted is basically Kord. a budget ass Batman <laughs> with none of the flair for the dramatic. Yeah. None of the sleek design. He was a man in a blue leotard with yellow goggles. He looked. He looked. And like he the... befriended
2: the other guy in the DC universe with yellow goggles, <laughs> Booster Gold, which we're going to be hearing more about in just a second. So you're about to get that Booster Gold Blue Beetle <laughs> team up that you that you've always wanted. Listen. I hate. I hate it. I'm so upset by
0: this. They show. I would have watched. Batgirl a thousand times before watching Blue Beetle with whatever quality that movie would have been. Oh my god. Oh uh,
2: I'm a I'm a big fan of Ted Ted Cord, you know, the original Blue Beetle. They decided to go with Jaime in this one, who's uh and they changed his powers a little bit. He's got like a scarab that attaches to his spinal cord or something and gives him those powers. Well that's what but, they did uh, red? The, 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 uh, what's it called? The scarab. Yeah. That was. That's not Ted Cord. Like Ted Cord. No, no. Ted Cord was never worthy of the scarab. <laughs> and
0: also, Ted Cord was not the OG Blue Beetle. He was the second. He was the second. There Blue was a guy Beard. before yeah, who also that. got to use the scarab.
2: No. Yeah. Really? Dude, I didn't that know about that. It was his
0: scarab. That's how he got powers. And then Ted Cord got the scarab. The scarab gave him the middle finger. <laughs> hey, and then he never got up. to use it because the scarab didn't deem him worthy. And then Jamie Rias Jaime. came along. Jaime. Jaime? Yeah, Jaime. 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 This is like me pronouncing corpse for the Green Lantern Corps. Now,
2: <laughs> this person came along off of Lantern the street. Corpse.
0: He just finished.
2: That sounds like uh, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anywho, all I'm saying is <laughs> Jaime. It's <laughs> a tagline. Reyes. Jaime, yeah. Jaime? Yeah. Jaime came along and the Scarab's like, You, anybody but him, you. <laughs> and that guy, Ted the him,
2: is your guy. <laughs> Ted Cord is basically like the dad joke of Justice League uh, folks. Like he was there in the death of Superman. He was in the Justice League, but the Justice League was weird then in the 90s. They were very weird. It was like, was like It was six... Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, Bloodwind, who turned out to be the Martian Manhunter in like hiding, uh, Fire. Was one of the members and uh, Ice, I think, Ice, actually, yeah, that's artist. right, yeah, like, and uh, Guy Gardner, I think, was like on there, that's and they true. all get <laughs> dummy, <laughs> like, it's so vicious when Doomsday comes in the comics. When Doomsday comes, they get destroyed, yeah, by Doomsday, like, Blue Beetle's head gets put through a tree,
1: <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I it's think it was vicious. Booster oh, bo- sorry, sorry, not not Blue Beetle, sorry, Booster Gold's head goes, gets put through a tree, yeah, um blood bloodwind gets his absolutely absolutely destroyed doomsday wrecks the the justice league in the comic it's like hard to read sometimes i was reading i'm like oh it's fucking brutal but they really do set up doomsday as being like uh, a big villain anyway point is i used him a lot in injustice too and um you know that didn't turn out so great because swamp thing beat his ass down but uh but listen Blue Beetle's pretty great. Anyways. I'm excited for the movie. All right. So these movies are like they're going to release these movies. It's it's uh Shazam, uh Fury of the Gods, Blue Beetle and then uh The Flash, sorry, Flash then Blue Beetle and then uh um, yeah. and then uh, uh Aquaman. He does say an interesting thing about the Flash here. He says it's going to reset the, the universe. So I just want these to be good movies. Like I'm I kind of excited. I'm really excited for the second Aquaman movie. Y'all know how I feel about Aquaman. <laughs> I do love that movie with all of my stupid, stupid heart, um, and I cannot wait to see the second movie. So I'm, I'm just really happy it's coming out. But you know what, man? You know what I don't understand. What's that? And I, again, I made the mistake. I'm like reading comments and like feed, all that kind of feedback stuff. People are like, "Oh, but like, why would I go to see like this movie? It's not a part of the universe anymore." And I'm like, "What the hell? Yeah. Does that have to do?" With anything,
0: Let, let's talk about comments and social media on all this stuff because honestly, man, it is. You and I have talked about it a lot. You've had a lot of very strong things to say. I I don't feel like I've been as connected to it because yeah. I I don't know. Don't, I just don't care. Don't. But some of the stuff I see on Facebook that gets posted about this shit yeah. is hilarious. It's fucking and in the acidic. worst way. It's yeah, acidic. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Disgusting. People are getting so upset over nonsense. They're like, ah, oh, this and that. Uh, how can you Henry Cavill, you're canceling him off out of this yeah. stuff and oh he's gonna do this and all oh, it's just like everybody is complaining about stuff that this guy has not done, who frankly has had a fucking great track record yeah. in my eyes, and is the has basically been the front runner of arguably the most interesting components of the Marvel cinematic I agree. universe. Agree. And he's coming in and bringing, they gave him full reign. They said, yo, do whatever it is you want. Okay. Yeah. You did the Suicide Squad. That was, I mean, it was, I guess it was unsuccessful. That's I, a great movie. That's <laughs> the thing. It's I was going it was relatively unsuccessful yeah. relative to films that came out pre COVID right. with Batman and Superman IPs. That's right. Of oh, course, they're going to be more Yeah. Suicide,
2: than like that. the, oh, sorry, Suicide Squad, the original had a huge Batman presence in it. I wouldn't say huge. God, if Batman was in it. Dude, if huge, DC Hold on. He, Calm down. Between God damn it, Wolverine. Wolverine got me forward. again. He's gonna stab <laughs> shit. And this Wolverine. is sharp too. Yeah, dude. Wolverine is um, like he as soon as I said that, Wolverine stabbed me in the back. Shut up. Um yo, no. Huge what? compared to none.
0: Yeah, huge compared to none.
2: Ben Affleck's in it. He's he's in a crucial scene in the, 35 in the movie. Thirty-five seconds, and he's time. in the post-credit sequence, dude. It's a big joke about DC when they're like when when sales are down on any book. Yes,
0: they'll I mean just Batman. be
2: like throwing a Batman yeah. crossover, that's like it. and just boost sales. That's exactly what happened. with No, Su- that's like with not Suicide why people Squad.
0: went to people went to go see that movie because of Will Smith. I, I, Before not we not slapping comedians, re-
2: <laughs> I'm not saying that's the reason they went to see it i'm just saying it's a big part it's a big you you cannot underestimate how much influence and appearance from batman can be he wasn't in a single
0: trailer he wasn't in a single he was in the trailer no he wasn't batman yeah yeah.
2: you see him in the trailer unbelievable no when the purple lamborghini swings down young street in toronto you oh, see the cape geez. flying. And, like it's that. an obvious. Okay, it's okay, an obvious. Okay. Batman, hold on, hold right? on, hold on. I take that back. You're right. It's an see, obvious they're, they're, Batman. I
0: forgot. I <laughs> I forgot the Joker. The was first. <laughs> i'm sorry i you know what my bad you're oh. 100 you're definitely right they definitely leverage that i'm sorry i forgot that was the i fucking repressed that i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, i i was funny. thinking just of the dead shot scene i'm like he was in it for a second it's like oh yeah the lamborghini chase yeah the he's chase fucking riding the car at the top just yeah like, <laughs> fucking punches harley in in it, face in the underwater right yeah
2: <laughs> It's a crazy scene. Uh, but uh but but you're most I mean like Will Smith has huge star power. Margot yes, Robbie sure, was yeah. like on fire then, coming yes. off of like the Scorsese's The yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Like so so no, it had star power behind it. But the the they lack of Batman it. is always going to lose people. But
0: I I, I I honestly think we're comparing apples to oranges here because you cannot you cannot compare stuff that to your point has Batman in a trailer. I yeah, apologize, yeah. I take that yeah. back but also any of those films were released pre-covid. Yo, like, oh, yeah, no, I I I, that is, I agree with you. That is I agree with you. There's no compare you cannot compare movies yeah, before yeah. even now. I don't yeah, know yeah. what box office numbers are now to be honest. Like I mean honestly, look,
2: but Everything gets compared to Top Gun Maverick at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so so movies are back, baby. I hope so. Thank I, you, Tom. I, I really do hope so. I really do. Hope should be so. Tom, I mean, Tom. shit.
0: Avatar, Tom Cruise has been at the should... top of
2: the list for right. how long? That's right. Now. Like he's like almost financial. nearly like two billion. Yeah. Crazy, um, but yeah. So I like anyway. the, the Suicide Squad. Yes, a great movie. I feel a lot of people are compl- there's so many complaints. There's so little. Ex- there's a few people I see that oh, I'm excited for this, or I'm yeah. You know, for me, for like. When I'm reading, I'm and I can't. I, again, I need to stop doing this. But like the stuff that people are complaining about is so insane. It's insane. It's so insane to me. Like they're like, oh my god, it's another like joint. unit. You know, I'm so confused. It's going to be confusing for people to come in and like they're not going to be able to figure it out. I'm like, what are you talking about? I know. We've just been doing this. We've been doing it. Now someone says that they're going to be doing, continuing to do the same thing. It's and almost, now everyone's confused. It's, like less, it confusing. Mean, it's, it's less confusing. It's less confusing now hilarious.
0: because they're like, "Yo, this isn't that. This isn't that." It's so
2: silly. And yeah. like you know, honestly, fuck everyone because audiences are not as dumb as people think they are. The no. X Men series has been doing this for like a de- well, like decades. <laughs> nobody cares nobody cares nobody cares you yeah. can have good movies you can have bad movies you can have movies connected to the continuity you can make your next movie and be like well that one didn't happen nobody gives a shit yeah nobody gives a shit yeah just make a good movie it's true right you can have X-Men Origins Wolverine yeah okay and then you can have Days of Future Past or sorry not Days of Future Past but uh, uh, sorry what's the one that came before that The uh, uh, first, first Class, class. Yeah. you can have First Class yeah Right? And then you can have Apocalypse now Apocalypse now. Apocalypse no, now. No, not Apocalypse now. X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse later. And then you can have Logan. Yeah. So it's like, guys, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. This obsession, this obsession with continuity is unhealthy. It is unhealthy. And is the reason I stopped collecting comic books from the beginning. And it's happening again. I saw the slate. Now don't fucking interrupt me. I'm I got about three minutes of this shit. Okay. It's unhealthy. People's obsession with uniformity and continuity is disgusting. Okay. I stopped collecting comic books for this very reason. You cannot keep up with everything. People are going to get so washed out. They're going to get so tired of this shit. They're going to stop watching it. I saw the slate of Marvel films. Okay. I saw the slate. I saw the slate. I stopped watching Marvel movies and TV shows and series. It's too much. I saw the slate of Marvel films. I saw it. I fucking nearly... My eyes rolled into the back of my head and I had a seizure. I'm like, it's too much. I looked at it with... I'm just like indifferent. Indifference washed over me. I stopped caring. And you know where I felt that feeling? The day I decided to stop collecting comic books, that's the feeling I had. <laughs> and it's happening. It's it'll, It will happen. So having Elseworlds films... Thank God yeah. they're still there. Yeah. Thank fucking God. Because we're going down this road again with DC, and it's going to be so cohesive. It's going to make me physically ill. Like how fucking cohesive this universe is, right? I, anyway, right, that's what I got to say. Now, um,
0: let's let's talk about something else that was interesting in what he like, said. Like, how could you suddenly oh, be boy. obsessed oh, with boy. continuity? We're going to go back to continuity. Suddenly. Hold on. just
2: How a can second. you suddenly? Suddenly, it's the most important thing. Fuck off. Give me a second. It's not.
0: Give me a second. All right. Get in there. Let's talk about something else. Listen. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's talk about (laughs) something else he mentioned. Go, go. Um, He talked about continuity in video games. Yes. That, to me, stood out because I was like, how the fuck are you going to do that? That's going to be tricky. And then I thought of a little company. You might have heard of them Mm. called Lucasfilm. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They make a lot of... Video games, they do, and they tie them into. I wouldn't say they're canon, no, but they tie them into the film continuity to
2: some degree. For instance, Jedi Fallen in Order. Fallen Order. Recently free on PS Plus. Yes, this, yes, this yes. month. Oh, sorry, this month being January. January. Now we're in February. Yeah, yeah. February. So I actually played the first little bit of that. Really cool. It's so, great. Yeah, it's, it's cool really game. good. Yeah, really. But, good. Good. but
0: it's in the continuity of the original trilogy. I guess. I guess like say. not the original... he's already Vader. He's
2: already Luke Vader. Skywalker. But he's... A gr- hes a grown-up. Uh, like Order sixty-six already happened. Yes. Or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, they—they they kind of put things into that universe. Yeah, now, they whether they're doing. continuing that universe and they're yeah. going to spawn movies off of those things, I doubt it. But I'm thinking that's what James Gunn is talking about. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is I can't remember who it was that commented on it. Um, I'd like—I really would really like to know. Anyways, somebody that had worked on one of those games where it was in the continuity of films, yeah, yeah, they complained so much about how the it Matrix. The Do you remember that for sure? Yeah, the they Matrix
2: had, video game they had where they killed Morpheus in the game. Oh, I don't remember. Do you remember that? that? The yeah. Matrix video game, they killed him. Yeah, that's. I mean, basically, he's in cont- and it was like much touted as being an in continuity story, and they killed Morpheus. Basically, that's why he's he's Morpheus isn't. You know Morpheus in the new one. The new one, oh. Matrix.
0: I don't even know what game you're talking about right now. To be honest. it was like
2: one of the. I think it was like the online one of those. On like it was a an, an MMO. Anyway, Momo, Momo, Mo, the Momo. It was a Momo. Okay. Sorry, but um,
0: where was it going with this? Oh yeah, so I just to the point of Elseworlds. It kind of goes. It kind of goes back to the point of like. Why we need Elseworld stories. Yeah, yeah. Because if you try and tie everything to continuity, it's going to become stifling for creators and yeah. artists, yeah. and people aren't going to want to do it. Um, somebody had mentioned I'm try-
2: it shouldn't be, so I don't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, go ahead. I, I was trying to remember it something. It shouldn't be that in order to watch a movie, mm-hmm. another movie is required viewing. Yes. Unless this movie is a direct sequel. Yeah, I think it should fair. not be a requirement. Yeah. Marvel started doing that. I stopped watching. It
0: got worse and worse too as time went on. I, stopped I felt watching. like I felt like there are some films you can go into and it's like, yeah, if you watch the Avengers, it'll give you a little bit of context. You cannot watch fucking endgame without watching six or seven other films. You cannot at least you cannot. at least. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking of was uh, Stephen Dorff's comments. Oh, so yeah. Stephen Dorff famously played yeah. uh, Deacon Frost in Blade. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> he this. basically shit all over it, all, <laughs> all over what Marvel's trying to do with like a PG thirteen. I don't PG-13. know that they said that, or did they? It'll say be, it'll be PG. I, I would imagine, given yeah. it's going to be in continuity. Yeah. Continuity. There we go. Continuity. Machine. Um. Yeah. But uh, Stephen Dorff's like, yeah. How's it trying to get fucking people to direct this movie or people to actually you know be creatives on this movie? Good luck. You're gonna fucking sh- you're gonna do a shitty job. I am paraphrasing, Steven Dorf. If you're listening,
2: that might not be what you said, but I feel like I got the spirit of it. Steven loved you in Blade, though. Yeah, loved you, in Blade. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, his comments were, I think, to the effect that. Creatives have came in and left. Yes, on that movie twice now. Yes, exactly. And he's like, "Yeah, I've read the news." Graves are coming in they're leaving why do you think that is yeah right and yeah he's being a total he's being so belligerent about it and uh, and to me I love that it's a hot take I think, I think it's hot so take. funny Yeah. and uh, and I also think it's really funny how upset people get with Stephen Dorff about being so belligerent about his opinions about the I'm sure because his of, publicist is not cool with it he's like dude at, come at on. some point let's get some of that Marvel at some money. point and I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about something similar at some point these properties and whether they're Marvel or whether they're films, books, you know, uh, yeah. uh, whatever music at some point, the nerd culture is great because it is such a creative space and everyone's, you know, and, and you can be around people that are in into the same thing. And, it, and it's so, it can be like a wonderful, wonderfully inviting culture. Yeah. But as soon as you start to use that as a way to identify yourself, yeah. When someone says bad something bad about the thing that you that you like that you use to identify yourself, you take it as a personal slight. That is when it becomes unhealthy. Yes. That's when it becomes unhealthy. And that's why a lot of people, like, I just read comments about, like, oh, my God, Steven Dorff, nobody likes you anyway. Like, yeah. you know, you don't diss my Marvel shit because I love Marvel. And that's how I, that's my identity. Yeah, Right? That's what I use. That's how, that's my identity. So there's, like, a double-edged sword with a lot of the love and a lot of, like, the passion that goes behind this nerd yeah. stuff. And that's why I think it's, I think Steven Dorff is absolutely hilarious to just go and... See, so I know he feels that way, and I like I like when artists are honest. Yeah. That's why I like when Scorsese just comes out and says what he wants to say. When Ridley Scott comes out and just says some shit, yeah. dude. Ridley Scott doesn't give a fuck. No, none. John Carpenter doesn't give a fuck, and yeah. I love that. We I love lo- no, Brian man. Cox does not give a single fuck yeah man he does not care they will come out and say some shit And whenever i read that i'm like that's the real person yeah and i like that because i'm because it's it's a moment of like truth
0: you know what though i i've come to just kind of accept that this noise is just that it's noise it means nothing it means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme because here's the thing pre what is it Bat, post Batman versus Superman, let's say. Yeah. The amount of hate that Zack Snyder got oh, fuck. was uncanny. It was it was it was, it was And I mean. then they're talking, you know, when he's actually filming his first Justice League and he, it's just hate about why is he still doing this? Batman versus Superman was this and that. It's just hate, 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 hate. Constant, hate. constant yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's a lot of Snyder vs. stuff talking. Or a lot of people talking about the Snyderverse. Yeah. And then all of a sudden James Gunn comes along and everybody is clinging yeah. onto like, silly. All of this Snyderverse silly. stuff. You're gonna get rid of Henry Cavill. How could you? They just brought him back in the rock Black Rock. Rock Black Adam. Adam. Oh, that's the one. Black Adam. There Anyways, they bring him back yeah. and they it's just it the amount of seemingly hypocrisy around all of this social media nonsense and these films and what people tie to is insane Yeah, because if you just came out of, you know, isolation and just saw the comments, you'd be like, God damn, this Zack Snyder sounds like he made the best fucking trilogy <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Well, you should have read the comments uh, two years ago because it wasn't that. And the thing is, um, I think we just get exposed to the stuff that is bubbling up to the oh, top, for sure. and it's what people are reading and responding yeah, to, and yeah. that's what yeah. gets the most views, yeah. and that's what's at the top. It's of our so list. skewed, and it's that's so why I skewed. need to stop. Like I need it's to stay away from it. It's skewed because of whatever algorithms show you the yeah. top comments yeah, on yeah, Facebook yeah. or the top comments on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's just that. Yeah. And then you've got fucking clickbaity hack news outlets Journal- Journalism, Journalism, yeah. it, oh my god, that are putting terrible. out articles about whatever's going on oh. and embedding their opinions in there oh god Seems- i just wish
2: there was one there was a place joe blow used to be a good site yeah, to, to, to get just the news with no commentary no like opinion and yeah. just like hey here's the thing but now it's just riddled with personal. like everything's an yeah. editorial i'm like i just want the news man yeah like i just want the news i don't need your opinion on this particular subject, but, yeah. Let me form my own opinion. Yeah. Just
0: give me what I want. Exactly.
2: That's all yeah. I need. Um. So I mean, they're gonna do these films. I'm excited about all of these. Like, I think they're gonna be they're gonna be great. And they're not they're not besmirched by the fact that they're not gonna be included in a part of this vision right. later. They still exist. Yeah. They're movies. Go see them. Yeah. Like if you want, if you're excited about them, you were before. There's no reason not to still be excited. Yeah. It's just a silly reaction to have, I think. And at
0: the end of the day, you've got a guy helming the entire universe and all of the film slate, seemingly being involved in the video games yeah. and also the film or the the which I think he's going to talk about yeah. the the TV shows that are going to be on HBO Max. Yeah. You've got this singular vision with a guy who, in my opinion is a guy you want to be the vision guy. he clearly loves it. A Zack Snyder guy is a vision guy visually. I don't think he tells very compelling stories. They're always a little overly grandiose. Totally agreed. Just convoluted. Totally agreed. James Gunn, I think, is the guy you'd want because he's got those types of ideas and has story in mind. And I think he knows enough to hire the right people to give the proper visuals of of the stories he wants to tell. Which
3: I'm going to tell you about now. So, Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an 8-10 to year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this, what I'm about to tell you, is a part of the first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. The first project is Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos is an animated series. I've written all the episodes. Something we're going to do that's a little bit different at DC is we're going to have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. The next project
2: up is... So, Creature Commandos, animated series. There's an image that's shown in that video, if anybody's seen it. I'm not sure if that is going to be what they look like in the show. But if it is, this is actually, like, the second most excited thing. (laughs) The second most exciting thing on here. Because I've read a little bit of Creature Commandos in the past. And it's absolutely my jam. You know? Like, it's absolutely my jam. It's literally Frankenstein. Uh, like from the Seven Soldiers, like the Grant Morrison, yeah. like that Frankenstein. There's a there's a werewolf there. There's Bride of Frankenstein. There's like a fish guy. There's like it's a fish lady, I think. Um, and I think Weasel from uh, the Suicide Squad is going to be there as well. Yeah. So it's like I'm so ready that to see crazy. to see the Creature Commandos animated series. Yeah. And I like when I read this. Well, sorry, when I saw this video, I'm like, yeah, hundred percent on board. This looks fucking great. Yeah, it doesn't have to tie into shit. I don't care. Give me creature fucking commandos in a unique animated style. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking excited, man. I can't wait to see animated like Frankenstein, like because I think he's such a cool character in the DCU. Like, yeah, he's been cool. Like the seven. Soldiers, Soldiers of victory. Of victory. Yeah, yeah, that's a great series. If you got, if if, if it's, it's confusing, but it's, it's great. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, how do you how do you feel? Uh, uh, I
0: I gotta see the image he posted, but I I it it's a very so this would be like if they started the Marvel Cinematic Universe off with the Guardians of the Galaxies. Right. No, or Galaxies, Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows them. Nobody yeah. knows who these characters are. I vaguely know some of them. Yeah. But. Um, I'm all for it. Like yep. I I think that James Gunn's calling card is taking very unique ideas and making them palatable. Yep. Uh, he sure. did it with Guardians. He'd done it with some of his his other films. I that... mean the Suicide Squad Suicide he did Suicide it. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Absolutely. He, like, he took some fucking weird ones out there. Yeah. Um
2: absolutely. Polkadot uh, Man. Polka
0: Dot Man he made into <laughs> A very interesting yet silly and fun character.
2: Shout out to Damien Dastmalshian, who is the guy who plays he's the Polkadot Man. He's, he's amazing. So good. I've listened to him on a few podcasts. I bought his comic book. Yeah. Like he's written a horror comic. He's a sh- huge horror fan. Yeah. And just listening to this guy talk, so cool. Yeah. Like I really, I'd love to meet this guy in person. I think he would be a great hang love to pick his brain he's also creative. in
0: the Stephen King film coming out The Boogeyman he's in The Boogeyman yeah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah, he is yeah.
2: in The Boogeyman so. and he was in The Dark Knight yeah he was, Who was he was one of the inmates he was
0: the guy that tried to shoot Gordon or
2: shot Gordon I think. oh okay yeah yeah he the, uh, oh he's not the guy in oh jail I don't know sorry
0: him. no he wasn't that was the Joker that shot him yeah it yeah was, uh, but he was one of his cronies yes. during that thing yes. that got caught
2: that's right yeah because yeah. he's in jail at some point yes. He's he's in jail yeah um he's been in great movies worked with amazing directors uh I actually like love to I'd love to see him appear like just yeah. as as a character in in gun in like this new dcu but yeah anyway um just coming back to creature Commandos if the animation style is super unique that's what I'm looking for like I'd love to see a super unique monster action monster driven sort of action. Even I don't care if it has anything to do with the DCU. If you just said Creature Commandos and it had nothing to do with DC Comics, I'm like, I'm in. This is great.
0: How many characters did you see in what he posted?
2: So, oh, there's a there's six, six or five maybe. So there's I, like there's kind of the Abe Sapien yeah character. There's the there's the Wolfman, Wolfman and I'm like, oh fuck, I can't wait for that. Obviously, yeah. I'm a huge Wolfman fan. There's uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. There's Frankenstein and there's one more one more character in the image, but. Like I said, the unique animation style is going to be the clincher for me. If it comes in looking like, uh, if it comes in looking like a lot of other things that we've seen in terms of animation, yeah. then I'm less interested. Sure. I'll still watch it, of course, but I'm really excited by the image that we saw cuz if it's animated like that I don't animated 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 um I think that we're going to have something like really special on our hands
0: this idea would probably be more expensive but I think it would be almost more interesting is same it's an animated series every character shit this becomes almost like a connected movie or this kind of be <laughs> <laughs> you might not like this. No. But let's just say every character has their own episode of being the focal point of the episode. Yeah, yeah. And each one has a different animation style for every that episode. That would be cool. No, it cool, would be cool. be cool. But man. I also think it would be very expensive. I'm thinking yeah. of it like, um, what was that Batman, the animated Batman? Yeah, yeah. From from where, uh, Gotham Gotham Knights. Night. Yes. Gotham Knight. Knight, yeah. Where they had, it was basically like... A, a four anime, anime studios. Four or five, yeah. yeah different animated studios, different... Uh, stories. Short stories within a film. And
2: that was connecting Batman beginning. Ends in The Dark Knight. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Loosely,
0: yeah. very loosely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, cool, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd be down. I'm down. I like it.
3: Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. Viola Davis is going to team up with members of Team Peacemaker, and this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story that's out of this world, and I can't wait for people to see it.
2: So, this is a series called Waller. Yeah. Yeah. Guys from Doom Patrol are involved. Have you ever seen an episode of Doom Patrol? Yes. Great show. Yes. Um, I am, I'm kind of like, yeah, like I want to, because I didn't think, here's the thing, I didn't think Peacemaker would be a fun TV series. I did not. I watched Peacemaker and I was like, wow, that was, I had no expectations and this shit just blew me away. Yeah. 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 absolutely blew me away i'm having the same reaction to waller mm-hmm. mostly because cch pounder is not playing <laughs> to Waller. and yes for anyone that's listening to this you're probably wondering who cch pounder is and if cch pounder is a real name or did i just make that shit up cch pounder is her real name and you've probably seen her before in films yes um and she did the voice of Waller on the animated series like Justice League and Batman. Yep. I don't know if Waller was in the Batman animated series, no, it but it was Justice, Justice League, League and Unlimited. Um anyway, so it's Viola Davis who's great. But uh I'm having the same reaction to This, like initially I'm like I'm not like super interested, but I think with the right creative team like the people who are involved with the Doom Patrol, I'm like fuck like this could be this could be a, like a dark horse like under underdog kind of like, I'll watch the first episode and be like, oh, this is like better than I thought it would be. Right. Kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I I like Viola Davis's, I mean, she's not, she doesn't carry the same. She's no pounder. She's no pounder. She does not, uh, she does not pound like the best of them. It's
2: different. It's different, right? It's different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like, it's hard to separate like the Batman character from like Kevin Conroy or Michael Keaton for me. Like those two... There, it's almost like I see Michael Keaton with fucking Kevin Conroy's voice. It's hard to disassociate yeah. the two. Yeah. Um, same thing with this Waller character. Like Viola Davis is an excellent actor. I think that she is a very good Amanda Waller. It's just missing CCH
2: Pounder's voice. The voice. Yeah. You're In right. Voice. You're right. Her voice is. She does the deadpan delivery. Yes. Like, and I, I understand why they. She's went good. That route. like, like she's she, good. But you know, after you hear the voice acting like by C.C.H. Is it C.C.H. Pounder? might be just C- be C.H. It might be C-H. A C.H. I add an extra C. We'll see. Um, we'll see. But, um, um But yeah, like, you're right. It, I think it's the voice uh, where like. Two C's. Two C's. So okay. C.C.H. Pounder's voice. She is so, it's just, there's a gravel. And she even looks the part. She too. does. I. She would crush. Have you seen, you've seen. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight is CCH Pounder at her finest. She's yeah. fucking so good in that movie. Yeah. I love her in that movie. She loses an arm, doesn't give a shit. None. No shits. Doesn't no give shits a shit. Given.
0: Nothing can stop her. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think that uh, I, I still... God damn it. I still wish that she would have been Amanda Waller. Yeah. Okay. Not, again, no slight on Viola Davis. I think she is really, really good as as Amanda Waller. It's just... CCH Pounder was there. She's, I know it, it is the fucking I same person. He's right there. The same person.
2: Um, yes. So, unfortunately, we d- uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about how we wish CCH Pounder was Amanda Waller. Um, she's not. It's Miles Davis. Yeah. Oh, maybe that'd be that'd be amazing. But uh, the Pounderverse. Val- <laughs> the Pounderverse. That is. uh like That is an adult DC universe. It certainly um, is. The uh, uh, with with uh, with who we've who we've got. I'm saying that because I I literally her name just escaped me. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. (laughs) Uh, um, Like I like on pure pure dark horse. Don't know how it's going to turn out. I'll dip my toe in, see what's up. Basically. Sorry, I'm
0: old. Um, I was yawning. Yes, I agree. I'm not opposed to it. I'm down to see what they want to do with it.
3: Okay. Next up is a big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. Okay.
0: Then- so. Pigeon them into a date. I like it. Yeah, they set a Balls. date for
2: this. I love the fact that they're sticking with Superman as being the flagship for the DC this new DCU. Um, You know, as much as I said before about like, you know, like not having, like continuity shouldn't be everything. We're getting continuity and I'm not complaining about that. Um, But Superman, I think, is the crux. When he says Superman Legacy, they show a picture from All-Star Superman. Yeah. I'm like, you are just hitting every right note. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And, gun himself is writing it he's like i got this he's just like look i gotta do this yeah. <laughs> like nobody else can do this yeah i 100 believe him he, it's clear he loves these characters every image of superman he's shown has always been from you know whether it you know like from like all heavy all-star superman yeah like and the art by the way in all-star superman is fantastic but uh um yeah i am fucking i'm wildly excited for that like that is like I'm off the chart. Like I like Man of Steel. Like I'm one of the folks that really yes. does like Man of Steel. But I'm yeah. ready. Like I'll show me a different Superman. I don't care.
0: I'm okay. Like with that. I'm
2: okay with that. Cast somebody else. Let's go, baby. Let's go.
0: I I think we've gotten enough of the Henry Cavill Superman, which I don't know if melodramatic's the right word for it, but it's it's a less. Um, Less uplifting, less light version of let's say uh, Christopher Reeves, right? Sure. It's yeah. different. Yeah, and that's good. I liked it too. I'm on the same. Yeah. I'm on the same yeah, side yeah. as you. Yeah. That being said, if we're in a place where we're starting to rejig things, Superman's a great place to start.
2: Anyone who thought that bringing in two new people to head DC, the new DCU film cinematic universe, mm-hmm. to like. You're kidding yourself if you didn't think that they would shed the weight of what came before. Yeah. Like that's what happens in every business. And like it or not, film is a business. Yeah. Right. When someone, a new CEO comes in, the first people to go are the sales team and executives. First people to go. Because this person wants to surround themselves with people that he trusts. Right. People that he knows. He's going to, he or she is going to bring people in. Yeah. That are, that are, um, That they're familiar with. Right. Right? People they believe in for the vision that they have for the company. Yeah. Right? There was no way in hell I thought that anybody from post... Sorry, pre-James Gunn, Peter Safran getting involved would be involved later. Right. I already expected a full shed. And that's exactly what should happen, man. Yeah. That's exactly what should happen. So I'm... Like I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman, but if we lose him as Aquaman, we got two fucking movies. Yeah. Like they don't just disappear.
0: No. I you don't. know,
2: like where they don't like evaporate. It's yeah. It's ridiculous, right? Um. It's so so. I want to see a new Superman. I saw I saw like Henry Cavill. I liked him. I wish yeah. he had more. Yes. I wish he had more. You know, more to do and better written stuff and all that. But we're in a different direction now he's showing all-star Superman as all of the images references for his version of Superman this is a very different direction mm-hmm. right and I'm excited man I'm really I'm always excited to see somebody's new sort of creative take
0: yeah um I'm trying to think if I have anything different to say than than what you had or something to add on I I think you captured it pretty much exactly the way that I was thinking it as well I mean them coming in and saying look th- it, That's what I wanted to say. The balls, the balls that Gunn has to come into this. After Black Adam basically brings back the guy that nobody really knew whether or not he was going to come back and portray Superman. And seemingly, DC leadership had planned to bring him back. They even had a movie slated for him in whatever 2024, whatever year it was. And then this shakeup comes. For Gunn to come in, after some of that information had either been leaked or officially released and to say yeah about that. Yeah. We're not doing that. I just talked to Henry Cavill. That's not happening. Yeah. That's huge. Like yeah. that takes some fucking stones to come in. Cuz there was a lot like they the gave the best him... part other than Doctor Fate in Black Adam was that cameo. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I I I mean, we've already said it. I I love Henry Cavill Superman. I loved Man of Steel. And I'll just say him as Superman. I don't know if I'd say I'd love the other films that he was in as Superman, but him as Superman was great. Right. <laughs> and um, I was excited to have him back. I was like, fuck yeah, this will be great. Yeah. He's going to fight Black Adam, whatever. If that gets a Superman 2, let's do it. Yeah. It's gone. I was a little saddened by that, sure. But at the end of the day, I want a good movie. I want a good Superman movie. Yep. And James Gunn leading the charge on that, not as... Not not a bad person to have leading the charge. I agree. So I think everybody needs to get their get their um, their thinking straight on this one and think more about who the creatives are and a little bit less about who's going to be putting on the suit. Because honestly, you can put anybody into a suit, and if the movie's well written and if they're a decent performer, you're going to get some magic. I mean, shit. Everybody that you know, you I've mentioned it before. You know, when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, when. Heath Ledger was cast as Joker. Oh yeah, lots of even blowback, like man. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Who's there? yeah? Who the fuck Who's is this guy? Yeah. Henry Cavill. Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, like it's, yeah. a, it's a whole bunch of those things. But when you actually see them doing what it is that the filmmakers' vision is and their portrayal of it,
2: wait for that. Do you know a lot? Well, <laughs> you do know a lot. Yeah. But do you do you know how happy in my mind James Gunn and Peter Safran were? that Black Adam failed at the box office. <laughs> probably pretty thrilled. They I'm were like, fucking whoop! absolutely thrilled. Because when it happened, yeah, they basically probably went to the brass and was like, we're doing whatever the fuck we want. Cut Henry Cavill loose. Yeah, We're not doing this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right? And great. It's great. I mean, I don't think Black Adam's a terrible movie. I think it's better than fucking Transformers 2 and that made like <laughs> a billion dollars. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's better. I- I'd say my definition is better than Transformers 4 and 5 because it's... I don't even know what the hell happened in those movies. I don't either. Right? Yeah. Um, but it failed, and they could let yeah. Henry Cavill go. Yeah. That wasn't... Now, here's the thing. Imagine Black Adam was a was a success. Imagine it was like a good, like a big blockbuster success. Yeah. Now they're fucked. Yeah. Now they're basically like, okay, we got to bring Cavill back. Yeah. They'll still write this movie, but maybe they're just like, okay, he's a new Superman. Same actor. Yeah. Like, new Superman, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's fucking confusing. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about being confusing? That shit's confusing. I know. But uh, but uh but yeah, like um I I don't think they need to drag any old stuff into this. Give me a new Superman. I'm yeah. ready, man. I'm ready for them to reinvent. Yep. Constantly. You gotta Let's reinvent, do it. man. Yeah. So cool. Both excited for that. Let's see what else we got. The
3: next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called lanterns this is a story of a couple of green lanterns john stewart and hal jordan and we have a few other lanterns peppered in there but this is really a terrestrial based tv show which is almost like true detective with a couple of green lanterns who are space cops watching over precinct earth in it they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the dcu next Precinct. what does he say what is that?
0: What precinct or oh, precinct precinct. Precinct, Earth. yes, yeah. like a
2: yeah, okay. Um I thought he meant pre synced, like before a synced. This is a this is a series, another series, and you know how I feel about T V series. Like, yeah. I just like I just wish these were all movies and not series and not had no fluff and no fat all trimmed down. But we're getting T V series. Out of everything that could be a TV series, a Green Lantern police procedural. I am 100% in for this.
0: The thing that makes me
2: concerned is that it's all on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like he that. He did say the word terrestrial. Terrestrial. And that yeah. bothers me very, I don't like very that. much. It,
0: it's, it's they're pigeonholing themselves into keeping everything on Earth. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. It, it's like the fucking Transformers films going back to Transformers, where it's like, that's what this we... is Transformers 1. It's like, Welcome to eighty-five percent of this movie is the fucking humans. What are we doing? And the Green Lanterns of eighty-five percent of it stays on Earth. You are missing a lot of very interesting environments and
2: places that they could go. Welcome everyone to the Transformers podcast. Fucking
0: (laughs) hey, just tie it back, baby. Um,
2: I'm one hundred percent agree with you. The first, I remember we talked about this before, but. One of our favorite DC animated films, yes. which they've recently commented on, by the way, we'll bring that up in a second, but mm-hmm. um, was Green Lantern First Flight. Yeah. And that is a buddy cop investigation with sinestro and hal jordan yes when it takes place on different planets with different alien creatures and characters you get to see the inner workings of the core it's a 70 minute movie they cram so much stuff in there it's such a great it's the best green lantern anything yes i think that that exists so if anybody wants to see a good green lantern thing film show anything 70 minutes of your time watch green lantern first flight really really well put together. That's what this is. When he said procedural, like, like investigation, I'm like, because you could go to one of two ways, in my opinion, with Green Lantern. You go complete fucking Star Wars. Yeah. You go cosmic, and you go, like, out there, and it's all, like, epic space opera stuff. Or you do the cop, the beat, the galactic yeah. cop. Like, so they're going galactic cop, but when he uses, the, like you're saying, when he uses the word terrestrial, terrestrial. I'm like, please don't be here. Yeah. Please don't be on Earth. Yeah, like be somewhere else. Yeah, and I am afraid of that. But it's cheaper. <laughs> dude, it's cheaper. It's cheaper, yeah. and I guess it's for a series. For I don't series. know. Like when I, dude, I I find it hard to believe I'm gonna see a true detective style Green Lantern show with John Stewart and Hal Jordan. I literally will watch the. I will see it. I will believe it when I see it. But, man, if I ever see that, I'll just be like, wow, I can't believe what I'm watching right now. Like, that'll be some kind of crazy milestone in my head. Yeah. Because I'm such a nut for Green Lantern, the property. Sure. Just seeing it and be like, that's, holy shit, that's fucking John Stewart. Yeah. Like, that's going to be another deal. But I am a little apprehensive about the whole terrestrial thing. I think this can be great. Take it off of Earth. Get as experimental and weird with it as possible. Yeah. Yeah with you. right. let's see what else we got. This
3: is a big movie called The Authority. The Authority is a passion project of mine. It's based on the Marvelous Wildstorm characters. We are now bringing into the DCU and will interact with all of our primary DCU characters. The Authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary. I think it's a very different look at superheroes. We're doing a television series called Paradise
2: All right, so this was an absolute random surprise. Came out of left field for me. The Authority is this series that used to be like a Wildstorm series. When when Wildstorm became a part of DC, like DC now owns The Authority. And they were also related to a group called the Stormwatch. Um, The Authority is a very sort of like dark, politically driven uh, uh, series. And it's drawn by Brian Hitch. Who's an excellent artist who did Justice League after that for a little while, but Brian Hitch's art was super cinematic. Yeah. He did the whole like double panel, like crazy amounts of detailed cinema scope style, like art. I don't, you know, like I've only read a little bit of the authority, but it is like a almost like a, it's almost like the boys. Yeah. Like oh, in its okay. in its style, in its like kind of takedown of superhero culture and Political political stance like what if superheroes were part of the real world, and all completely fallible, you know, having political agendas, things like that. And it's uh, it just came out of nowhere, and I'm so surprised. And it's going to be a big movie. He's saying it's going to be one of their. It sounds like it's going to be one of their tentpole films. I'm I'm excited simply because I fucking never saw that coming, ever. Which is, I mean, it's great. I kind of love that, you know, but.
0: I, I I don't have many comments on it. I, I've never read it. Don't really know much about it. It was kind of like The Guardians of the Galaxy. When I heard Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out, I went, Who? Yeah. I had to look it up. Didn't know. Yeah. Um But this is the same exact situation pre release of The Guardians. Sure, thing. yeah. James Gunn leading the charge on this. I'm let's yeah. see it. I yeah. let's see what he's got. The the character designs look interesting. Oh yeah. That's basically. I mean, the, as midnighter, far as I
2: know. the Midnighter and Apollo like there uh i think it's like it's a there's a prominent like uh you know gay relationship between the superheroes like there's there's a lot of stuff in there that was new for comics like at the time when it came out so right. it's very like forward looking so i uh, you know i'm excited but okay. not too much to say there other than fuck seriously show sh- <laughs> i again i'll believe it when i see it like to say yeah. that there's going to be a stormwatch film sorry not stormwatch but uh, the authority Authority, film, yeah. like It's kind of like, I can't even process that right now in my head. It's just the (laughs) weirdest thing. I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way when Guardians of the Galaxy got announced. They're like, are you serious? Yeah. All right, here we go.
3: Look at superheroes. We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as The which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The intro...
2: So... Another limited series. How do you feel about this prequel, Themyscira? I don't really care. I I don't know enough
0: about the Paradise Lost books. Yeah, um, I honestly don't. I don't know even know whether they were regarded as like absolutely you know necessary DC reading.
2: I don't even um, know. Is that based on a story? Is that based on a DC story? I don't even know. I, I think I yeah. think there
0: are some books Paradise yeah. Lost that sounds familiar, but yeah. I just. I don't know. I I don't know that I need that story. It doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem necessary. Yeah. I want Wonder Woman. I don't know if I need her full backstory. I don't need to know
2: pre-Wonder Woman. I like the idea of not having, because Wonder Woman's had a lot, (coughs) excuse me, a lot of exposure, a lot of, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of screen time. It's a nice way to remind people that Themyscira is still there, but not have Wonder Woman be front and center. And it frees them up, in my mind, like creatively. So now we can see some unique stuff. Like, I'm always about that unique, like, I'm kind of like, I'm going to like, okay, what's the armor going to look like? What's their culture going to be like? I like, I always like that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of excited to see what they do there but uh but you know yeah you're right without wonder woman it is a little less interesting for yeah. sure but I also um, don't know
0: that i need a full limited series about again, what you just described cuz yeah th- there are yeah. interesting components of like what would that look like yeah. how would it be but once you answer those questions i don't know if i need a full fucking yep. like six episode limited series about just i that. just
2: i mean my stance on all of these is i wish they were all movies yeah fair <laughs> so i yeah, I, it, I absolutely agree with you yeah, yeah.
3: Introduction of the DCU's Batman is The Brave and the Bold. The Brave and the Bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU.
2: This was
0: pretty wild. That surprised me. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, they're basically asking they're asking the audience to be like, hey, you know who Batman and Robin is? This is what they are now. Shut up and watch the movie. And I like that. Like, yeah. we don't need another origin. Nope. We don't need a nope. breakdown of who Batman is, where he came from. Nope. Frankly, we don't really need that much with Robin. Nope. You could do the blade to monologue that took an hour or sorry an hour a minute and a half <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. where he basically said this is where we ended the last movie Yep. with explaining who damian wayne is yep this is my son came from the league of
2: assassins he's also robin let's go talia al ghoul is, yeah. is his mother i i, I totally agree because yeah. like batman's been examined up down and fucking sideways yeah something that Matt Reeves' Batman is not going to do is any of this. Yeah. They're not going to touch this. So it's like, what's new? What can we learn about, like, Bruce Wayne as a character? What's interesting? He has a son. This can be, like, a father-son story. Now, I know a lot of people don't like Damian Wayne as a character. They think he's a little snot-nosed shit. He's a little... He could be a little prick sometimes. He's trained as an assassin, so he is, like, absolutely lethal. Um... (laughs) but if you watch the animated films i love the way they do damian wayne in the animated films yeah. i d- i just really do like uh it has a dumb title but one of the best animated films is called batman vs. robin yeah. where they introduce the court of owls in that one he's fantastic like he that relationship is fantastic if they get anywhere near that with i mean with grant morrison's run i haven't read the brave and bold get grant morrison's run but Man, I'm I I I'm ex- I like that they're like let's let's keep it fresh. This yeah. is super 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 yeah. fresh. I love yeah.
0: it. Yeah. An assassin based Robin, I think, will play interestingly on film, which I like. Yeah, and it'll take it'll add a little bit of validity to the Robin character, who's kind of always been a bit of a joke. Yeah, um, I'd say to the general, I don't know, person who knows of Robin, I f- they think of Burt Ward.
2: I feel like they have to be careful with how they they characterize him because he is a little shit. Oh, he absolutely is, and he's but he's oh, also perfectly in... willing to kill. Yes, he's kind of he's in he's kind of messed up. Oh, he's yeah. totally fucked up. Yeah, Raz Al Ghul is his father, uh, grandfather. Rish. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm not de- I'm not having this conversation with you again. You can, Raz but... Al Ghul is his grandfather. Talia Al Ghul is his mother and she's not involved in his life so like like Bruce Wayne got him when he, like the indoctrination into the league of shadows had already happened yes this guy is a little he's a little lethal teenage assassin yeah and it's a total shit show yeah like he doesn't it's a total sh- so I'm you know like they have to be careful i think how they characterize him because it's easy to not like him yes i think and they just need to tread that Tread that line.
0: They, yeah. And it's a line they have to tread. If they don't tread that line, it's gonna be or boring.
2: Walk. I don't know, tread, walk, I don't know, walk, don't the, know. Line. You gotta walk tre- the line. Walk
0: the line. Walk the line, tread it as like you're balancing teeter tottering on
2: either side. Is it? I don't know. Anyway. It sounds like Yeah. That. But uh but yeah, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. I was just saying yeah.
0: they to keep things interesting, to make the, that character the most interesting he can be, yeah, is that you need to walk or tread that line yeah. but you're not sure where on that line you're going to fall. If you're walking that line straight down it could be boring. If you go on yeah, one side right. or the other side it's going to be boring. Exactly. If you're constantly going back and forth he has that um that that struggle within him as to yep. go to what side or you know more Batman more League of Assassins. That's what makes him an interesting character. I agree. I so. agree. Yeah.
3: Next up is a TV series called Booster Gold. Booster Gold is one of comic's really popular cult heroes. He is a fascinating guy. He's a loser from the future who uses (laughs) future technology to come back to present day and become a superhero so that people will love him. It is basically the superhero story of imposter syndrome on an (laughs) HBO Max series.
2: (laughs) This sounds fucking great. It does. It sounds so good. If I'm being
0: honest, it sounds fun. It Uh, sounds fun. I don't
2: want it to... (laughs) That it sounds fun. And if uh, we're going to get a Booster Gold, like, Blue Beetle, like, team up, because that's what they're also, like, the Brave and the Bold in the comics was, like, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle as well. Like, yeah. But uh, but uh I love the idea. I love when he says, like, the idea of Booster Gold, and he's been in the CW, like, yeah. the Legends or whatever. Like, a lot of these characters have made, well, not Damien Wayne, but uh Booster Gold's been on that series. But, like, he comes from the future, and he's using, like, shitty technology from the future yeah he's not even top tier technology He's just coming back (laughs) the future just using whatever he was able to steal or whatever and like play at being a superhero in our time i'm like this is this is going to be great this is such a james gunn character this is absolutely within james gunn's wheelhouse
0: i think they can do a lot of fun with him i think some of my favorite uh anyways yeah i there's i don't have much to add to what you just said i agree
2: all right
3: One of my favorite comic book series from last year was Tom King's run on Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And so we're going to turn that into a big science fiction epic film. Now, Superman is a guy who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents. Whereas Supergirl, in this story, she is a character who was raised on a chunk of Krypton. She watched everybody around her perish in some terrible way. So she's a much more jaded character. And that brings me to Swan.
2: So, Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow, this comic book I've only ever heard of and I've seen images of. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Okay. And Tom King is an excellent writer. Yes. Excellent writer. He's been crushing things across the DC universe, like comics-wise. So, um, it's like a weird science fiction western, almost. You can think of it that way. I haven't read too much about it. Like I said, I just read The Solicits, like when it was coming out. Um, but it looks fantastic. I love the fact that it's going to be a movie. Um, and the art on the book looks incredible. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this, man. I think this is going to be really fucking cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'm in the he same boat. Not, yeah. I barely
0: know Tom King's work. I think if I went through, I'd, I'd know a little bit more about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to comment on for this one. No worries.
3: All right, here we go. Swamp Thing, the last thing we're going to talk about, a very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing. And although it's totally outside of the rest of the DCU, it will still feed into the rest of the stories. Anyway. The-
2: so, this blew me away. Yeah. Swamp Thing film. Was it a film? Oh my I god, that. It's, it's, a, it's a movie, right? I think Shit, you, you might be
0: right. Um,
3: dark horror story in the origins I'm assuming much I'm assuming. more jaded character and that brings me to Swamp Thing the last thing we're going to talk about a very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is
2: it's got to be a film because the rumor like the the, the person in talks to direct Swamp Thing yes. is none other than Mr. James Mangold who right. I, when I saw that piece of news I lost my shit because there's nothing by James Mangold that I have not I have disliked Right. I've liked, to some varying degree, everything that he... I haven't seen everything of his. Like, I haven't seen Walk the Line, which is <laughs> just... Yeah. Tread the well, line. Tread the line, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Walk the Line. Uh, there's a few, but like other movies, like Copland is like one of my favorite films, man. It's so cool. Um, Identity, another great like mystery yes. horror thriller. Um, uh, the 310 to Yuma... Uh, well, you know what else has he done that's been oh Logan I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. Logan and the Wolverine were both fixed. exactly yeah. so it's like man James Mangold is like str- like straddled every kind yeah. of genre he's literally finishing up like look I've liked everything from him but I am not a huge Indiana Jones fan he's finishing up the Indiana Jones film right now yeah Um, based on what James Gunn here said he said it's a dark story He recognized it I have a very strong feeling they're going to be. This is going to be an R-rated film. You think? I I absolutely think so. I think it's going to be an R-rated film, man. I and I and I think that that's that's going to blow me away. I think it's going to be great. James Mangold, like it's. I just can't even. Like if that happens, I'll be just. I'll be so happy. I think it's so cool. I
1: think
0: that having the creative direction coming from uh, James Gunn. I don't know, he feels like a guy that would give the green light on something like that For to sure. have an R-rated film.
2: James Gunn's movies before Guardians were oh, yeah. all like these very almost like nearly exploitive, like exploitation style, like dark, yes pitch black comedies, man. Yeah. Pitch yeah, yeah. black comedies. Uh Slither,
0: Super, Super yeah.
2: Oh my god. Slither's is great. Slither's is yeah. one of the great horror comedies of our time. Super can be considered a horror comedy because horrific things happen in that movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Oh my god. But uh but yeah, like uh I that's why I think that this could be an R-rated film.
0: I'm gonna be very interested to see what they do with it. I I you know what I'd like to revisit at some point, and we can even do a part of the show, is the um the original the it wasn't John Carpenter. It was uh who did the Swamp Thing? Movie? Wes Craven. West Craven. That yeah, thing,
2: Wes Craven's original film. West
0: Craven's original one, because I I think it was actually in Joe Blow they just did a video on it. Yeah. And um I <laughs> I only remember the second one, The Return of Swamp
2: Thing. I've never seen the second one. Oh, buddy. The first one I've barely seen. I would rewatch the first we one. We gotta rewatch both of those films. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd do a twofer on that. But for sure. I think
0: that um I mean they're very I think they're very different. What I think James Gunn is going for here, you've got, you know, Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing was crazy good and also very Alan Moorey. Yeah, just, yeah. There's yeah. some shit that's out there. I haven't read Here's Alan Fighting Moore's Dem- run. Oh man, I, I, I won't spoil anything yeah, for yeah. you. But I think
2: like, I'll go back and try and read that because I'm, I, I, the only familiarity I have with swamp thing was from the new 52 yeah when they did the animal man and swamp thing kind of like the red and the, and green. the green and yeah. i was like all of that stuff that's <clears throat> that's what i that's what i'm familiar with but
0: i think the green is a newer concept um what alan moore had done i don't want to go into it because if you do go yeah, in yeah, there don't don't spoil it
2: because that's definitely
0: on yeah, my to read list but yeah. like it's crazy some of the, i'm pretty sure at some point he goes and into hell and is fighting demons like it's just it's out there it's absolutely out there love it um so yeah i i'm curious to see what they do go with there because part of the magic of what alan moore did relied on a history of swamp thing up until that point right so i don't know how much you could do into a single movie for that i feel like that you'd actually need sequels to do justice of what alan moore did with that character yeah um but maybe not i mean a, a a a very good cinematic, you know, uh, visionary, I guess, could probably make that work in a single film. But yeah. Swamp Thing's always been like just a beast of a character. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see what he's up against in a film to make it interesting. Depending on the type of Swamp Thing that you get in that film,
2: well, I feel like they're gonna introduce the concepts of like the green, yeah. and the rot, and uh, the red the red being like the animal organic stuff, the green being all the plant life and then the, the rot being death basically. Um, I, I, I'm so su- The fact this is going to be a movie means we're going to get some gnarly, gnarly special effects. Oh yeah! I cannot wait to see what they come up with. Because uh, did you ever watch the the single season of the new I Swamp didn't. Thing? I heard such good things. It's a cool show. Yeah, they have insane practical effects in there. It's very John Carpenter, The Thing. I'd love for them to just transpose that. Yeah. Give it to pump up the budget, and really give us some gnarly like r-rated visuals that's my hope i think it'd be really friggin' cool but you know what uh i mean look here's the thing i mean the down again downside of continuity it's all connected right it's so connected like can they do that can they have some movies be r-rated and then cross over and then suddenly they're not r-rated anymore and they're not swearing and they're not there's no blood like it could be jarring and that's the handcuff part i'm talking about like yeah. i just kind of wish there was no continuity you yeah. know um, or the continuity was slight and it was like understated um but you know it's it is what it is the people want continuity that's the trend that's what's going to sell and they're doing it and but they're still keeping the elseworld stuff and but i think swamp thing is going to be re- i i just i'm I'd love to see who they get to direct all of these. That's my, like, next big, like, I'm so interested. I wonder if Gunn is going to direct Superman himself.
0: He sounds excited about it. Like, out of all of them, that sounded... Oh, to he, me, I mean, yeah, the, Like the one he was most I don't know Jazzed about For sure yeah. If you're just listening to his voice Yeah yeah I think so I mean you never know Who knows Yeah He might be too busy I mean shit They've That's got a true. lot he's going like, on He might EO. just be like That's true I wrote this I'm writing these other things I'm controlling what's going on In these other series That's true Managing all this Somebody else talented director That's true Which probably makes sense I'm
2: super curious to see who they get to direct this stuff. That's gonna be a next exciting thing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, James Mangold for Swamp Thing blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And the fact that James Mangold is a big Swamp Thing fan, I mean like like what are you for real? Um, it's just cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be I, I I think it's gonna be great. I think I'm gonna have a good time watching it. Do I wish these were all movies and none of them were TV series? So it would just, you know, like be tighter. Yes, I do. But, you know, it is what it is. I'll take what I can get. And I think that he's excited. Like James Gunn is excited about it. We've got some. He's clearly also like stating that he wants to let the vision of the directors come through yeah so the other big reason i'm excited about this stuff because i think everything's gonna feel different mm-hmm. and that is the big super important for me watching movies i can't have them feel the same yeah uh and i think that based on what he's saying if he can what he's promising is You know, directors have their vision. Swamp Thing can be dark and oppressive and rated R, maybe, right? Yeah. That's different from Superman Legacy, right? Which is not. Right. You know? Or Creature Commandos, that maybe is like a graphic, like Harley Quinn TV series, you know, like a graphic R-rated animated series. You Yeah. I can't wait. If we see this, if I see true diversity in the way these films and television series are, oh man, I'm over the moon. I think it's great. That's exactly what I would want. If he can deliver that, I'm in his camp forever if he can make that happen.
0: I, I think there will always be with that, you know, if that does come to pass, I think there will be some people that are confused by it. Um But honestly, me being selfish and who I am, I I'd welcome it. I think that I'm I know that I've kind of um supported the idea of connected universes in the past. I still do to some degree, but to the extent that it's gone down the Marvel universe, it's like I have I saw their fourth uh, to, to I think you just said this. Mm. I have no interest in what's coming out. I like Quantumania mainly because what uh an animated series did with Kang the Conqueror made me very excited. Plus the guy that they have playing King, I can't remember his name off. Jonathan Majors, maybe? Jonathan Majors, yeah. Um, I really like him. Yeah, he's a I'm good really, actor. I really man. like
2: him. He was in Lovecraft Country, and that was a good was show. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was good. Hey. Yeah.
0: And uh, anyways, that got me really excited, but literally nothing else in there I was excited by. Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing. So maybe Guardians three. Just to see how it wraps up, and to see the guy that's playing Adam Warlock become a fucking heartthrob out of nowhere.
2: Oh, he's a good actor too. He's a good actor. Yeah, Yeah, it's just it's funny. I've got
0: I was first exposed to him in that I forgot what the name of it, Family Trip or whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the road trip. Jason Sudeikis and a raunchy
2: comedy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and the kid's just like he's basically a stick with a head, (laughs) and then now he's fucking <laughs> jacked
2: yeah he's jacked he looks good he's
0: he, a good handsome looking fella
2: he was gonna uh interesting piece he was actually gonna play pennywise in it oh really when, when the original director was directing mm-hmm. pennywise and i thought he was will poulter i think poulter, is yeah. yeah yes yeah. uh and uh then they switched directors and the director left and uh, de, uh andy Mu- Muciety Muciety. Came on. yeah came on and mm-hmm. um yeah so he's cool will yes. poulter yeah and he's a good actor but yeah, yeah, the Marvel like the, the I just
0: everything seems so. You you mentioned it that they don't all have to look the same. Yeah, the, the Marvel universe has looked the same for a very long time, it has. and every single film it has. just has that haze. Like when it's you that see digital it, haze, that digital haze, everything the looks Disney Plus that I'm t- like starting to. That's why that's like what I'll even like I was really excited with Werewolf by Night. Oh yeah, And I was like this could be great. Yes, going to
2: all be in black and white. Yes. It, it still looks like a Marvel the movie. Same.
0: It still yeah. looked the same, just in black and white. We
2: talked a little bit about, I think, I don't know if it was on the show, but certainly like offline about yeah. Wolf of by Night, like on paper, I should love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I did.
2: I mostly just kind of like liked, liked it, it, and yeah. it was there. It was, and it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. But it is actually the Marvel formula still yep. wrapped in a very thin, very thin veneer yeah. Of of Original. 30s, 40s universal horror. Yeah. So thin. Yeah to the point where it's like you're not even like you can't hide it. Yeah. You know, you can't hide it. Yeah. Um and that's not what I want. No. You know, I I I'm I I'm happy that I got that. Let's get weirder. Yeah. That's basically what I what I would say. Yeah. But if James Gunn can break the mold, yeah. he's got to stand out. They have to stand out, man. And certainly Zack Snyder stood out. Yes. That's the one thing I can give Snyder and his films. They were wildly different than what Marvel had. You cannot come in here and create DC movies that are the same feel across the board that feel like it's by committee. Yeah. We're making you're basically gonna flood the market and you're and you're not gonna get any interest, in my opinion. Not my interest.
0: I guess you could say. I was gonna say I don't. Maybe I think maybe we're that's the not the minority. True. Yeah, yeah still for think sure. Those, for those sure, those Marvel
2: films are still making
0: handover. Sorry, the best. not
2: not not to say that what Marvel's doing is bad. It's not. It's it's a business, right? It's yeah. a business. But there's a reason I'm not watching all of yeah. them. Is because like I, I, it's like it's gotten to the point where I'm like I just I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's not putting out anything creative. Fresh. Doesn't feel fresh. Right. And original. yeah. Originally, yeah this if he can keep the freshness he can keep the vision these directors that come in keep their vision yeah vary the ratings from pg pg 13 to r vary them you know like that's what's going to set this thing apart opening this with creature commandos animated series you've got my attention yeah you know like opening that opening sound swamp thing a film you've got my attention Right. right Like, there's stuff in here I never thought I would say. Like, the authority. Fucking, what the hell? Like, really? I know, You know, so I think that they're on. I think that's what, that is what I'm reading from all of the stuff that I'm seeing from him. And I really, really hope that he can deliver. Really, really hope. I'm excited. We'll
0: find out in a few years. That's that's We'll find out in 2025. In the
2: meantime, we're going to get the sequel to Aquaman. So I'm all good. Even Shazam, I'm excited about that too. I think that's going to be fun. And uh, man, the Flash is going to be like, I don't know. Like I'm excited about seeing the Flash. I think it's going to be really fucking cool. Yeah. I think it's going to look cool. I think it's going to just, it's going to be a big budget blockbuster film. I think now, is it going to be like a great movie? Maybe not a great movie, but I'm, I'm excited just for concepts that they introduce. Cause you can do crazy things you with the flash. Yeah. That's why like, I'm just kind of excited to see what they do there. <laughs> um, excuse me. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. And blue beetle oh God. and I, Jaime's here too. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyways, I, I,
0: I agree. I think that, uh, I, I think of everything coming up before, pre-gun I'm most excited for the flash mainly just to see Michael Keaton back in the cowl um I'm just curious to see what they go from from there cuz it doesn't sound like they like reports have been that you know Henry Cavill's out I've heard or seen I don't know if that it's come directly from James Gunn's mouth that Gal Gadot is out right but it sounds but she sh- like... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that yeah. too. No, I'm not saying yeah. that, that that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with Ezra Miller. To yeah. see if what they do with them. Do
2: think. you think that... I have the strong suspicion that James Gunn, maybe they edited The Flash, like the end of it. Maybe they already had a plan for The Flash to do a Flashpoint style reset. Yeah. I think they already had that in the plan for The Flash, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, it but, wouldn't surprise me.
2: I feel like a new edits, maybe a few reshoots happen to plug at the end of The Flash as being a reset into guns and Peter Safran's universe. A few things here and there. Maybe they've cast someone. Maybe they, like, you know what I mean? Like, I because th- like, you can do a lot with a little. Like, yeah. And I, I feel like, or they just keep it open-ended that things have reset and they don't yeah. say anything. But like, I feel like, maybe they've done something maybe they've added a little smidge here and there a little hint here and there we'll um, know this year this year right it's coming is out that this year yeah i think uh, it's the flash is this year
0: yeah the flash First is it's fury of the gods and then later's the flash so we'll find out this year what they want to do and yeah we'll see what happens Seems and then Aquaman.
2: oh fuck buddy james wan off the leash that's what I want to see. That That is a creative dude. That movie is a look. If that's another Saturday morning cartoon with a $200 million budget, count me in, man. That's fine, man. I, I'm a fan in. of the
0: first one. I'm a fan of the first one. You
2: know what? I, I hope uh, the Manta knife makes an appearance. <laughs> I really do. Ah, all right. We're cracking two hours right now, Ooh, so I think we right, should probably All right, We should go it. get a drink at the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, Agreed all right all right what's gonna be your first drink uh,
2: i think i'm gonna grab i'm gonna grab a beer because like this, this hat is really really warm and i've kept it on the whole time <laughs> yeah. it is warm yeah. all
0: right well thank you all for listening uh and potentially watching if i can get this shit on youtube yeah um you can see my stupid hat you can see the stupid hat you can see my stupid bookcase yeah, we'll also well, be putting like more stuff out on youtube the bookcase is less stupid than my hat so i know my bookcase yeah. is awesome Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. And this has been Justin. This has been Atul. Peace, guys. Take it easy.